0: Him. Hello <laughs> and welcome to a Happy Sound podcast uh, without Dan. Yep. My, my name is not Dan Train, who would normally be hosting this. My name is Robert Kemp and I'm joined here by the usual idiot, Zachary Verges. I'm very usual. <laughs> <laughs> but we're also joined filling the extra seat. Well, it's not the extra seat because we don't normally Nobody have, have a seat, yeah. three people in the same position when we do this recently. But we have... Kippers. The unusual idiots. Yeah, <laughs> Richard Kemp or DJ Kipling or Kippers or the other man with the beard. Podcast. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Who likes doing a weird Zoidberg impression whenever he says <laughs> podcast. Talk to podcast. So, yeah, Dad's not with us because he says he is unwell in some form. I think he said he had a cold. Which probably makes him all snotty and sniffy more so than you More know. so than you do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, none of us are particularly great for that. No. Well, particular, well, horrible. <laughs> just in general, but like as I was writing the message to him, like a second ago, saying, so, I, I, you know, I wanted to say, like, get, you know, get well soon or something. But get well soon sounded too, like, I don't know, a bit, a bit too pansy. You know, like, not, not very mad. Get well, you fucker. And yeah, well, I just, I just said get well, and it's like, is that what? Just is that sound too commanding? Get well. <laughs> yeah, just finger point. <laughs>
1: What would you say, Kevs? Just people say "be I'm... well" to each other, I don't they? <laughs>
2: do they occasionally? And that's the same. Theme. I don't tend to say people get well. No, I, no I just exactly. say, oh, "Sorry to hear that." I'm, I'm not. All, I'm not all about platitudes. <laughs> it's just like that's my beer. <laughs> oh, I'm not
1: gonna drink your beer. <laughs> like I don't give a shit about platitudes and social conventions.
0: Fuck like it. Well, oh, that's true. We we know that about you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you don't say bye, No. <laughs> we have a hard time squeezing that out of you at the end of a podcast. <laughs> Or a video. Or anything on tape. Or not tape.
3: <laughs>
0: Digital tape. Up. So yeah, Dan, we command you, get well. There. I've done my niceties.
1: <laughs> sort of. <laughs> In a way of explaining how not niceties they were.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone's week? You having a good time? Kepers, okay, tell us about yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? Yeah.
0: Well, we haven't had you on the cast for well over a year. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's well over a year. But last, the only time I can remember, like, last time we did it... Wait, words. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I can remember we had uh, um, kips about was I think when Diablo 3 came out. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about that, and we were, well, in this house, but in a different room. Upstairs. Oh, Right. Using
2: a Mac. Yeah. Hexby upon the Mac. Yeah. I vaguely remember. I'm sure I did one on TeamSpeak once. Yeah, you might have
1: done. Mm. So it's been a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Evidently. Because we can't remember when the last time was. How's your cat? Fat. Okay,
0: good. Is it fatter? <laughs> no, I mean, he might be less fat. <laughs> might be <laughs> decreasing in the fat department so what do they say when you take him to the vet you know and they put them on that scale so he said they, he was fat okay <laughs> <laughs> so they, they give it like that nice little comment and it's like with, with Minnie they were like oh she's she was getting a bit bigger than I see on the records and it's like no one told us that and it's like this time we put her on and she's like oh she's back to where she should be and it's like we, we didn't know she wasn't <laughs> she's not a fat cat Well, not visibly okay she might be big boned. I don't know. Dylan's definitely big boned. He's a massive yeah. <laughs> he's a big everything. Yeah. <laughs> with a tiny head, with, small, with massive eyes. He <laughs> was um, when I like when I cat sat for him a little while ago. He was doing stupid things like you know you pay. He does that thing where you pay him a lot of attention and then goes, "I'm really enjoying this claw." <laughs> Like, but he doesn't just like play claw no he goes right for it and he, he did bat me around the face at one point because I was like hello kid <laughs> and led So it's of your own fault yeah he led port, I led forward. and went hello and he's like what
3: he's
0: <laughs> <laughs> like alright I'm not doing that again <laughs> I was fortunate because he didn't get the claws out for that one so I didn't end up with like a a, a nice cat based injury across my cheek but <laughs> it's still kind of funny so there. So there. Dylan tails. That was that was the internet cat moment. Well, our, cats, our cats grew up together, technically. <laughs> yeah. Well, sort of. <coughs> Nearly. How old was Dylan? Dylan was like a year, wasn't it? Yeah, a year sing. or two. Yeah. And they used to chase each other around the house at four in the morning. <laughs> Nonstop. <laughs> Fucking. Oh. It was the worst. And, well... Well, I I think maybe we had sort of both the right and wrong idea, because we thought, which is worse, right? Like, having the cats run around you in the middle of the night, making a hell of a noise, getting into fights and stuff, or locking Dylan out of the living room and then just hearing nothing but Dylan trying to get in the living room all night. (laughs) (laughs) Just, k-donk, It's like, damn your cat and his ability to be, like, quite long and reach things. (laughs) sort of amazing that he figured out doors. As many doesn't give a shit. Well, your cat wouldn't be able to do it. Like, if she jumped, she might. Don't know about that. She just doesn't jump. You don't have the
1: right kind of door handles for that. But, but they're, like... They're... Yeah, they're long, but they're incredibly slippery. <laughs> There's no
0: surface <laughs> to grip on. Yeah. But that's precisely the problem where Dylan would, like, just pad it and it would, like, ping and go... <laughs> <laughs> to the point we had to get a stepladder and try and wedge it under the handle... So it couldn't go down very far So the cat would get bored <laughs> Even that didn't put him off though No And I did occasionally lock people in the living room Well I'd like I set up to put the thing on the stepladder I'd so I I forget we had have people staying over And they'd be on the sofa bed So I put the stepladder under that handle uh, A couple of times I did that And no one noticed So we were alright Or <laughs> well, at least they never said It's <laughs> so being polite It's like why do you lock us in? <laughs> So here's me, we're like keeping, kidnapping people, <laughs> and then letting them go, saying how 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 do you have great great time, great <laughs> experience. It's a one step event before having a dungeon, I suppose.
1: You can't have dungeons around here. No no one has cellars. <laughs> That's Apart true. Dad's, dad's old house, like that wasn't really a cellar though. That was just because the slope. That his house was built on, it was almost lower, low enough yeah, at the back there, there for that was, to be a whole extra floor.
0: There was a sort of necessity to build that bit yeah. to make the house level. So, yeah, I don't know why. It's not a very British thing, is it? like a basement or? Well, it's not the right kind of land around here. It's too wet. How is it? Is that the reason?
1: Well, it's because it's all clay and shit, and it's all like not very high above water and sea level
3: because
0: hmm. like when they you see like American houses like especially the classic sort of wooden build ones where they their, por- their, their porch is always slightly up isn't it so they have go slightly up so then the basement is really only half in the dirt I guess sometimes half dirt
1: <laughs> that made, that old you know there's a lot of different places in America with different ground conditions <laughs> probably depends a lot on that basement laundromats.
0: Okay. In, like, flats. Yeah, that's, that's a different thing, though.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, what the fuck are we going to do? Well, let's talk about
1: news. I guess. <laughs> Apparently our weeks were even not very interesting. So. I, I, I filled this random bit on my own, so... I turned the topic on to cats, so that was good.
0: Yeah, go on. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you need on these internet. Good job. Cats. Apparently Tim Berners-Lee was asked, like, what was the... What's the thing, the most important thing that people do with their daily lives on the internet that has most surprised you? And he just turned around and said, kittens. Okay. And it's like, all right, okay. The inventor of the internet knows his shit. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have said cats. Yeah, it's, it's not just kittens. Ki- is- it's not just limited to kittens, no. is it? Like, he doesn't know his shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and kittens are are usually just... Kittens are like Cute And not, not 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 particularly Hilarious most of the time Whereas cats Are um, the majority Of the the Funny ones Instead of the cute ones
0: I guess Yeah Do you reckon That the t- cats Just develop Dumb Then <laughs> No right, it's just, So they start it's just, look- Kittens are like Not mobile enough To be hilarious
1: <laughs> They're all weak And pansy
0: <laughs> yep. Poke me I can do nothing yeah, pretty much. Is that, supposed, is that the same reason why people like babies? I don't like babies. No, I think that's a different thing. Oh. <laughs> I, I see, I'm, I'm struggling to see why, if you have kids, that the part of the, your life that you look forward to is them as a kid
3: <laughs>
1: <Seriously>. <laughs> I, like, I, I think, after,
0: like the first few years Just sound
1: horrific Well yeah that bit But I think there's a bit Slightly yeah, when after they, when that Where become, it gets more
0: interesting they become Moderately like Intelligent I suppose And aren't trying When to... you get to try And teach them shit. Yeah. That's probably hilarious When they're not, when they're not Trying so to kill themselves Every four seconds Oh well, yeah But I
1: think we, I think that period Is more Is more based on The biological Like evolutionary shit That's where you Where you're surprised That you actually care <laughs> Because that's actually just, like, evolutionarily ingrained into you and you don't realise it until it happens and then you're like, fuck.
0: <laughs> that's my interpretation, anyway. What, so you have a kid and then you're sort of... You realise you're stuck with it, but then, like... Well, no, no, it, like, it's... Pretty, you
1: don't... You, um, you, you, um, su-
0: you subconsciously care?
1: Well, at, at some point, <laughs> the evolutionary instincts just make you kind of forget that you thought that was a terrible thing. <laughs> and then, And then when it happens, you're like... This is terrible, but I guess, that, you know, that's what I do now, because <laughs> I'm a freaking reproducing adult. Or is it just guilt? I reckon it's just guilt. Well, you can't kill a baby, so <laughs> <laughs> once it's there, you're kind of fucked. You, you can. Okay, you can actually <laughs> kill a baby, just not legally. And that's <laughs> like, you should. Okay. Soundcast does not condone baby murder. Oh no, you used condone again. We're gonna get confused about that. That was like... I used it right. Okay. That was like the first episode of Soundcast, pretty much.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, condone means basically means endorse. Yes. So that's correct. Yeah. Get well. <laughs> get condoned. <laughs> so news News. What's been happening in the news? Great, yeah. Facebook bought Oculus. No, we did that. No, we didn't. Did we? That happened after, just after the last cast. I don't know. I feel like we talked about it. Did we? I, I, I listened back to the last podcast. We didn't talk about it. Okay then.
1: Facebook bought. Otherwise, no that's right because, I, like, when it happened shortly after, I said, by the time we
0: get to talk about it in the podcast, it will be so old, no one will care. Yeah, we'll have forgotten about it. And yep that's pretty much the case. But in fairness, there hasn't been a lot of really big news the last couple of weeks, so the really big news is that Facebook bought Oculus. Yes. But it's... And that kind of made the internet kind of explode a little bit in that, hey, it's Facebook. Oh, what are they going to do with VR? It's going to be virtual poking and social shit. And in their defence, Mark Zuckerberg did sort of, like, go on record saying, yeah, we're really interested in making Oculus a platform, a social platform. Whatever the fuck that means. Well, it means basically they need to now buy Second
1: Life. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) The perfect combination of things to make it really terrible. That'd be the creepiest thing in the world. (laughs) Yep. I mean, Second Life is horrific to start with, and then if you could actually inhabit it in a more virtual reality kind of way, I mean, that's basically the future.
0: I mean, but it would be nice if it didn't start so horrible to begin with I mean this sort of went this went sour in that sense real fast because like I think within the hour of the deal being announced uh, Notch went on record saying Nope, we're not dealing with Facebook so the Oculus version of Minecraft isn't going to happen apparently
1: yeah but the thing about that is that, like he doesn't like Facebook because it's creepy which is fair enough but like I don't think necessarily the Oculus version of Minecraft was was
0: going to be that difficult to make. (laughs) Someone may write a yeah, pretty like, much. There, there already,
2: already is one. Oh, fair enough. There you go. He posted it on that blog where he wrote that. that there's already a <laughs> plugin that you can use. It's like, yeah, we're not going to make it anymore. We we'll just use this because it's like they did that.
1: Do you, do you remember? I'm not sure if I ever showed you the video where they did that. Where they did that render pipeline for Minecraft where it just makes it like oh,
0: yeah, the super wibbly mode. Yeah, super wibbly tricky yeah. and
1: where everything just warps constantly. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> so yeah, they already solved that problem. So I guess my... and it's not like he was making minecraft well
0: no true presumably <laughs> <laughs> he's still on scrolls whatever. or the third thing that they're making that I can't yeah. remember the name of I still want to know what the bloody hell scrolls is I know nothing about that it's, it's a card a game or something it, isn't
2: it it's just a, just a
0: card game how yeah. <laughs> oh, is it oh. oh that's different that's not what I was expecting at all what were you expecting I I, I sort of had in my head like some kind of Yieldy styled RPG, like a little bit in the lines of. Well, that would be the
1: that I would think, make the lawsuit event about the Elder Scrolls make much more sense. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think the problem was that I've associated it a little bit with Penny Arcade because uh, I can't remember his real name, but Tycho, yeah, is essentially doing some writing for it, isn't he? Says, he was involved with yeah, it at I the think. early stages, so it's. In my head, I have Penny Arcade Adventure I'd like to put in a sort of ye olde setting as opposed to... Right. <laughs> so there. But let's... like What does this actually mean? Basically, what it really means is that Oculus have a stable financial backing probably for at least a couple of years. and uh, I guess. You know, and maybe there would have some more pressure to get a product out within those two years. <laughs>
1: Well, pretty want, much all it means Well you know? I want to know which I, I haven't really seen but I haven't really been paying that much
0: attention I want to know what John Carac thinks about this Well, he, I think that would be he, funny. he did a yeah,
2: well. he, he, he,
0: he did raise up and say Look, well this doesn't change anything well yeah but... so, when, I don't mean his, what his actual comment was Facebook allows us to think about scale in a way we haven't thought of before so presumably that he means scaling up the business to like production like
2: capability and things like that because of money yeah, I, I think what he meant by that as well was not just game application though. Maybe, yeah. Like, but but which then is what, is what, that mean? What, mean? What, what else is there? Well, yeah. What does that even mean? Stuff like what what someone said um, was sports events where you get a front row seat at a sport event and you use your Oculus that, to see okay, and watch it in three D and stuff like that. Some logic And concerts and stuff, yeah. which would be pretty cool. I think. Yeah,
0: there's some <laughs> there's some logic to that. I'll give you that the thing that like when whenever people like people were talking about it being a social platform i was like but all right so like for the things that facebook may <laughs> investigate doing like oh they have chat and they may have a voice chat through skype at some point and then well what comes next well video chat but then it's like video chat with vr hmm Oh no! Wait, because no, you can't put a camera on your face because you're wearing this ridiculous VR set. So that's that can't work. You'd have to have some like horribly scanned avatar of yourself, maybe, which you could look around. Second life, basically. But, <laughs> but that is no benefit to just being a camera. So it's like, yeah, there's, I
1: don't know. Well, there's no video chats have no reason to work in VR. I mean.
0: <laughs> Well, whatever Facebook do, it's likely to be super dumb. But the bottom line is that this doesn't. This means that you know, face, Oculus is going to live on. It's still going to do the things they plan to do. So you know, in terms of games and us being excited for it, it should change nothing, right? Right. It's the problem nobody
1: knows. <laughs> <laughs> no one's really said enough about anything at the moment. <laughs> just in the world well, that's, why, that's why that's why I said that this is why by the time we came to do this podcast and talk about it we wouldn't have anything to say because in actual fact there's not really been any subsequent information it's like they got bought and then they've just continued well, to do work at whatever they were doing yeah, before and maybe nothing's changed but that's news
0: isn't it Like right. something happens and then we speculate about what it means
1: yeah but until someone actually says
0: something yeah and then that'll be news again therefore it's self-perpetuating yeah <laughs> So that happened. Uh, other gaming news, kind of. Uh, Amazon have entered the ring last <laughs> sort with of Fire TV, which is basically an Ouya.
3: Yep.
1: And has an almost as terrible controller, only not quite. The Ouya one still
0: worse, supposedly. Well, yeah. And, uh, have you read any hands-ons about that controller? Mm. I've not seen anything about people actually using it. No, you know. I've only heard a little bit
1: Apparently the D-pad is terrible. I don't know why people still care about D-pads because when do you ever fucking use a D-pad? About anything?
0: Incredibly rarely. <laughs> <laughs> fighting games, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. And if you're playing a fighting game, you should be using a proper control. Even then, because of all the quarter-circle movements, I still find myself using a stick, which I'm not sure is better. Well, it's like, and it's easier <laughs> to make mistakes. But... Not if you actually are good at fighting games, supposedly. Yeah, and I don't like how I was considering at one point like investing in a fight stick. Yeah, but it's just like I, d- I don't. I don't, you want don't to care get, enough well no I'm not sure I care enough the fight sticks are too expensive for what they are yeah and I don't want to buy one for a specific console I want to buy one I can use everywhere hmm. like you know because theoretically people seem to think that the PlayStation is a better platform for fighters than 360 was for instance hmm. it's like, I don't quite understand that personally but it's like that's just where the community seemed to go
2: um, oh, that was until the big fighting thing went with Microsoft <laughs> the big fighting thing. The big tournament, whatever it's called. The oh, what, Evo? Evo, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> it and used they... to be PlayStation all the time, but then yeah, they, no, they no switched, Xbox, yeah. uh,
0: huh. That's probably smarter of Microsoft, really. Getting into the tournament, so then everyone... Is it really... It begs the question, is there any really really any difference? But... <laughs> well, it's like, the real question is who was paying who for what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. If I got a fight stick to, like, play uh street fighter on my 360 for instance i'd also want to use it to play ki on my xbone and it's you know so buying a fight stick for me has always seemed like a, an insane proposition it's just like a racing wheel <laughs> so which you... was an insane proposition and yeah i did buy it yes yeah. but, but but that's because forza 2 was awesome at the time and there was no and there isn't really a good a good equivalent to Forza on a PC, it's like you get your simulation races, like I don't know, like iRacing
2: and stuff like that. But they're not Forza, you know, or they're not GT. <laughs> well, He's they like, they, hmm. they might be getting closer nowadays. Well, there's loads of new ones now, like Settacors, Corsa, and Corsa was Project the one. Cars. And... Yeah, they're, they're
0: catching my eye. I want to see how they turn out. They have the problem with those things is they can they can always end up kind of shit. Like there was that was it. Uh, gtr was it called or something where they it was, it was basically Le Mans style racing cars or um stuff like that and especially being in you know really good simulation and stuff like that but it's almost impenetrably so that mm-hmm. it i just didn't find it fun or engaging and it's like and the handling is almost too realistic so it's so easy to fuck up that you're just like i don't know how i'm going to pick this up in any way and uh, and so you know that's the that's why I'm sort of watching those slightly half arsedly because it's like I have I can't help but worry that they'll turn out like that. Well, project cars come coming to console. Yeah, which may mitigate some of that because I'll have to make it work on a controller. <laughs> but yeah, so fire, <laughs>
2: which we've actually not talked about at all. <laughs> Listen, again, there's not really anything to talk about. Well, uh, I'm very confused by it because I've been reading. Quite a lot of like forums and stuff about what people think of it, and generally speaking, a lot of people are quite positive about it. And it's, it's like it's weird. in concept; it's not a bad idea because when the OUYA
0: came out, like one of the things people liked about it is it was a pretty good thing to stream media to, like a tiny one hundred dollar box that you can stream from your like DLNA server, your videos and stuff to. That's not a bad deal, really. You know, before that's the realms of a PS3 or a Roku box or something like that and they came in and sort of undercut all that with something that could pretty much handle it and it's like alright can you do that with a Raspberry Pi? you probably could but I don't know if a Raspberry Pi has enough power to decode HD video and and it's slightly less user friendly (laughs) well yeah (laughs) (laughs) a little bit (laughs) so you know I can sort of see the point for those but, but then I don't get the point in putting a device like that out because the marketplace that would be interested in in one would almost certainly already has have something that can do all of that. It's the only reason I think Amazon are, are interested in this is because of their dipping the toe into the waters of video streaming. You know, because now you know if you're an Amazon Prime member, you get some stuff. Because I think don't they own Love Film? Love film? Yeah, so you get like. Yeah. I don't think you get the complete Love Film catalogue, but you get some well, I, stuff. Well, I,
2: I, I was Love Film, so now oh. I'm Amazon Prime. Oh, oh, so Love Film is now Prime. Is it's it? the same thing, ah, yeah. Ah, okay. So you do get everything that was on Love Film, but Love Film selection is terrible anyway. <laughs> hmm. So Netflix. But it right seems American? to have gotten a little better since Amazon took over, though. So does this mean you now have an Amazon Prime account like for yeah. deliveries and stuff? No, I only have the, the, the video side. I was about to say, so you're
0: not paying like the 80 odd pounds a year. No, so not, no. Amazon Prime. I'll pay like five quid a month or something for unlimited video or whatever. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not far off. The, that's like 60 quid a year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the only reason I can think of that is maybe people who use Amazon and perhaps go into Prime, that maybe the Fire TV will eventually be offered as like a hey if you go if you sign up for prime you'll get one of these so you can stream your video to a room in your house as kind of a an extra sell but flying in the face of that is the just how much investment they're putting into hiring games people you know like the purchase of double helix
2: a while back is you know it's not going to be it's not to be sniffed at uh, they well, if anything it's disappointing because they made an awesome game. Oh, they made two awesome cool game. games recently, and then they've been required by Amazon. So they're going to be making shitty Android games from now on. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: well, yeah. <laughs> D- did you hear who's picking up the work on Killer Instinct? Yeah, Iron, Iron Galaxy. Galaxy are going to pick it up. So. Who,
2: are, who are pretty awesome.
0: So, <laughs> so Dave Lag is now working on Killer Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're that's pretty, not <laughs>
1: actually. They're really good. For you can't sake. say that. That's a, like a a really awesome thing. Because really, they like they're not. They're no. not going to change anything, because it's just going to be there doing the work.
2: They will be making
0: more characters,
2: they will be doing the main. Yeah, but what like, I mean by an awesome choice is because they, they're they good at making... They made loads of really good fighting game ports. Yeah, so they're, yeah, they're,
1: they have they have got a pedigree. There'll be some element of knowing what they're doing in the in the back
0: end, I guess. Because it's, it's not like they... Yeah, well, look past its weirdness. They wrote dive kick from scratch. Well, that yeah, that kind yeah. Of stuff. So it's, I, yeah, that that, I, that seemed like a good move to me it was, I was a bit worried that Microsoft were going to hand it off to some real shitty studio but you know at least Iron Galaxy have you know some history of this so that's okay haven't they got something better to do well, that's pretty much Iron Galaxy's remit most of the time is just picking up the pieces isn't <laughs> that's it true.
2: I think this is probably one of their biggest projects to be fair isn't it Killer Instinct it's like one of the biggest IPs that they've probably had Oh, I don't know. They have a finger in a lot of pies. My hmm.
0: galaxy, like sometimes just uncredited. So, well, yeah, Like, you know, they're, they're actually. But, I mean, actually, climate. almost from scratch, I guess. But well, in terms of the new content, I suppose yeah, because like the new characters and the new environments won't have been built by no. like, built at all at this point. But yeah, but I don't think I. I don't think they will have much control over that. That was probably
1: like all of the added stuff is probably already pre-designed and they're just building it. Or to, Possibly, a, yeah, yeah. to a
0: point, yeah, they might be pulling. Well, obviously Killer Instinct has a lot to pull yeah. from that they haven't touched yet. So it's... They were, even If
1: not actually pre-designed for this generation, it will be look at the old game and just do that.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> Still have to balance it and everything properly, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's the bit where they where they have a slight
0: amount of knowledge about fighting games, and that'll come in. Remember Massive Entertainment? Yeah. The guys behind World in Conflict? Yeah. Um, who have kind of been behind the scenes working on the Assassin's Creed games for the last however long it's been. Yeah. Um, I found out it's them that are basically the lead team on uh, the Division. Right. So it's like mm-hmm. they are the guys working on the Division. Yeah. Um, which is interesting, because it's like... I think I knew that
2: before. Yeah, they said it at E3. I know, right?
0: but I only just noticed it recently, and we haven't talked about it before. I, I just, you know, my, my ears pricked up. Like, <laughs> we oh, yeah, those guys. Like, massive. I remember them. They've made an awesome strategy game, and, yeah. and have been weirdly sidelined ever since. Yeah.
2: But their new engine looks amazing. Division, <laughs> Division is starting to look kind of cool. The yeah, Snowdrop engine sounds really cool, like mm-hmm. the way they do things in it. <laughs> Tell us more. Well, I, I don't know much about engines and shit, so I'm probably not the best person to talk about it. Well, <laughs> it's not like any of us do. Just <laughs> like... make up some bullshit and we'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: make,
0: make up. This is the phrase. See, this is a phrase I heard today that fits well. Make up some incorrect
2: facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like to me, it looked cool, but to someone else, it might be, oh, that's nothing new at all. Yeah. But like they had um, the way they were like building maps and stuff is they would like place like an asset like a building. Then they could just like stretch it and stuff like that, and it would automatically like make it fit. And oh, I see all this kind of stuff. They've added sort of like rules for how it should make buildings, basically. Yeah, kind of. It was really weird. Speed they were placing stuff yeah, speed, and they could speed just building. stretch out and it worked. And then the way they code is like a flowchart. Oh, weird! It had like a weird flowchart type thing. So instead of coding, they just flowchart. Oh, that might be more the more how
0: they do the scripting side of it, I guess, rather than like straight programming. Oh, yeah. Like scripted events and possibly I don't. There's normally a say I don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about. But (laughs) there's sometimes you have to watch the video and see what you yeah. Interesting. There's sometimes a shortcut. Like the tooling of a of a big game world will often have like shortcut capabilities like that because there's just so much going on. Like you know AI routines and stuff like that. They need some way of abstracting it so someone can design what it does rather than having to think about the programming side of it if you Mm. see what I mean it's like we've got these behaviours you can choose a bit like Project Spark I guess we've got (laughs) these behaviours you need to figure out how to make them work Mm. in a human-like way (laughs) you have to talk to us about Project Spark a bit
2: later (laughs) I've barely Uh, used it but yeah it's interesting most of it's broken at the moment (laughs) that's very much all
0: I've got in the news to be honest it's like I really, it's been quiet. Like some Mario Kart eight stuff stuff's been coming out. <laughs> That's uh, not is, news. is it actually released? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> why? Because the, you know, the retro tracks have all been announced. Like what they are, they're they're going to be. And,
1: and are they all the traditional ways? Like, just like, why did you pick all these maps that weren't the best maps of the old games? <laughs> well, but the
0: problem is, is they don't like to repeat themselves with the retro maps. Yeah, do I they? know. But I mean, come on. So so I, think, point, I think they've brought back Toad's Turnpike or whatever it's called. From N mm. sixty
1: four, they right. sort of already, they sort of already have that map every time. It's yeah, just... <laughs> they always have a car
0: level, don't they? <laughs> they have a traffic level. They've, they've done a Snes level, but they've you know three Dified it and stuff. And um, it actually, looks kind of neat three Dified. Sort of keeps in with the thing, but they've added like little lumps and where where the carts would be carving out the track and stuff. If the things have been driving around it a lot, so there's. And it's beginning to look kind of cool. I know in my heart it's just going to be another Mario Kart game and that it's just going to be the same old shit. Mm. And most disappointingly, it doesn't sound like they've got local multiplayer right again. And mm. that when as soon as you go above two players, the game drops to a, a, a 30 frames per second low detail mode. Mm. So it looks bad and doesn't run well. And it's like, that's nobody wants that for a Mario Kart game. It's like the, since the GameCube days where they got that, where they nailed it, you can't go back because, like the M sixty four, performance was shocking. Like, but it's, <laughs> but it was still, it was. I guess it was still okay. But you know, the, the whole game was kind of that weird frame rate the whole time. So you kind of got away with it when it was the same weird frame rate in, in multiplayer. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 annoying when you go back. I suppose it's like if Halo. Um, if Halo 2 Championship or not Championship um, Anniversary Edition if and when that rumour becomes true um, if they didn't support like full four player split screen in a neat way they'd just be like no we're not doing that and you're like well you fuckers (laughs) this isn't Halo 2 then it burns I'm pretty tempted to get a Wii though now a Wii Wii. (laughs) yeah we've still got Smash Brothers time I know but there's the the Mario moustache is calling me not Mario just his moustache I think it's probably worth waiting for a, one more price drop It's <laughs> is going to come soon maybe maybe I'm not sure we'll I wait don't... and see if there's a Smash Brothers bundle
1: yeah <laughs> it'll come so with like two controllers yeah. or
0: something but none of the bundles <laughs> are reasonably priced is the problem yeah none of the bundle packages actually really save you any money except for the ones where if you get lucky, like whether you get the bundle and like someone like Amazon or something will just say, have another game with that. It's like, not they're not <laughs> official, but they'll just throw something in to say, hey, you get this, uh, why don't you buy the, the Rayman bundle and we'll give you a copy of Lego Undercover. And it's like, right.
1: You need to, Nintendo needs to do some more like with the 3DS where it's just like <laughs> buy free games and get another game free.
0: <laughs> why not? Well, that's that's X- what I did. That's what Blah used to do for a while, wasn't it? Like the Summer of Arcade stuff that was always like, yeah, buy, if you buy all this stuff from Summer of Arcade, you can get like either the last one free or we'll give you some points back. <laughs> wow. or, At least the Nintendo one had options instead of being like, buy I mean, all of these games regardless of, of what. Yeah, that was always the problem with that. But they have done some things on occasion. It's like, oh hey, yeah, we've got a special on, on the on the whole arcade at the moment. If you spend so many points this month or something, then we'll get some back. Or I think they did it with Halo expansion packs at one point, And it's like, yeah, buy, buy all the Halo 3 expansions and we'll give you some points back.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like stuff like that. So they have sort of tried. And I, I did... I, I may have mentioned this last week, but I did find myself having that ultra-lazy thought of... There's never really been a- occurred to me before with a console. Of I shouted at the Xbox to swap to Titanfall, but the Plants vs Zombies disc was in the drive, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, that's disappointing." I'm gonna have to actually get up and change a disc, like I've always done and never complained about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what you should do is just put the consoles closer to the couch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> build, build a connect robot to move it <laughs> yeah, yeah like
1: get Lego mind out
2: yeah.
1: use the remote control for that and be like yeah mod the disc tray so it just keeps going <laughs> it just look really long right? <laughs> what's your was <last laughs> word
0: where would it all go when it went inwards <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question out, you cut a hole in the wall out the back of the house so there's, there's like slab of metal just <laughs> back chopping legs off kids I don't know <laughs> just need to mod it to be
1: like a multi-disc so it ends.
0: yeah this giant like thing that they used to be put like a jukebox yeah
1: <laughs>
0: an Xbox jukebox <Jeep> <laughs> the Duke's box.
1: for some reason I thought it was like you, you want to you want to have make like a zip line that goes from above the couch to the disc tray you have to hang the disc off the look somehow <laughs> so when it gets above the tray it just disconnects and drops
0: it <laughs> Actually, I, I just realised that's kind of difficult on the X-Bone because it doesn't have a tray. No. Yeah. Well, but then again, once it, once it gets there, it goes by itself. <laughs> yeah, you've just got to make sure it sort of right. ramp, ramps somehow into the like the right bit just enough. As long as it makes contact. But then the ramp to direct it, surely you need to have some mechanism to move that out of the way when the eject happens and then some motor perhaps to wind in the zip line. Like a fishing rod. <laughs> so then how's the CD ca- attached to it? It's like a fishing rod. okay.
1: Yeah, entirely unnecessary. <laughs> Just get off your butt.
0: Yeah. So it was like the moment, it's like, maybe I should have bought this digitally. And then I remembered how fucking expensive, like, digital
2: stores are. God damn it. Mm. Although for me, it's probably going to work out cheaper going digital now. Because me and Jamie both have an Xbox One. Oh, I see. So you get some, fam- some of the family stuff. Well, no, because... Right, it's a bit complicated, but if I'm... Because I've got my Xbox, my home console, you said it's your home console. Yeah. She can play any of the games I've bought digitally on that console, whether she owns them or not. True. And so if I log in on hers... You do that with... That can happen with a disc, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, but... I mean, if we've only got one disc, we can't put the disc in both consoles. So what I'm saying. If I then log on on her console, I can download the game on there, and because I'm logged in as me, it knows I've bought it and I can play it. right. So we can both play at the same time with one copy. Does that work? Yes, but, it does what, work. If you're, but you can't be signed in on both consoles at the no, same time? No, I don't time. have to be, because that's my home console. Anything that I own, anyone can play. Oh, I see.
0: Yeah. So you just play on her one? Yes, that's essentially. It.
2: Interesting. So for me, it'd probably work out cheaper to go digital now. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. Because then we both get the game with one one and that, copy, and that works. It does work, yes. Huh? It, it, do they have
0: they like gated it in the sense that you need to be in the same house or like somewhere no. like on the same IP address?
2: Well, no, you wouldn't have to because I I could come to yours and play play here, and as long as she's still on my Xbox at right, home, yeah, of course, it would still work. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Like in some respects, you can't. I can't help but think that
0: perhaps they're. You know, some of the partners they work
2: with would have gone but that means like you're costing us a sale when you do that <laughs> it's a very obscure like it's a very situational route though because she has yeah, to be on you, you have talks.
0: to be yeah you have to be playing on not your console yeah for that to work but I suppose that, yeah if you had a had a house full of gamer kids who all for some reason want their own console then maybe that makes sense. Being even then, it if you're have having a LAN if you're having a land party, but yeah, I suppose you could only get it to work on two.
2: But still, so it's pretty nice. Yeah,
0: well, it makes you know it starts to sound kind of extreme if you like. Say you got together a land party to play something, and you're like, yeah. well, we we need eight copies of the game. No, we don't. We need four. If we've got it digitally, <laughs> yeah." If you've got it digitally and don't need the disc. Bones. Um, anyone news?
3: <laughs> no.
2: Phil Spencer. What, what, about about, what about Phil Spencer? He's the head of Xbox now. Who's Phil Spencer? Is it Phil Spencer? <laughs> I forgot He's <laughs> <It's> a guy... <laughs> Baby Phil Spencer. So. Is it Phil Spencer? <laughs> oh, no, oh, yeah. No, he, got he got promoted to, a, to, it, to head the head of, head of <laughs> Xbox he's, now, yeah. He, oh, right. So the smarmy looking one. He's the guy that always goes on stage with like a jacket and t shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. He's the head of Xbox now. Okay. Oh, that needs to and well, he's actually really cool because.
0: Well, that sort of makes some sense, you know, because he's the, like the only higher up left. It is Phil Spencer. <laughs> Yeah, that is him.
2: Yeah. But he, he's actual. He's really cool, though, because he's always on Twitter answering I don't like his
0: face. No, no, I don't like his face.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Phil, but... But that's really good news, in my opinion, because he's always going on about how games are a priority for him, and he's always on Twitter answering people's questions about stuff, and he's really, like, honest. Oh, so he's a good community guy. Yeah, he, knows, he yeah. he's really, like, open about stuff. Like, you, people ask him stuff on Twitter all the time, and he'll just go, yep, whatever, and answer it, or... Hmm. Or whatnot, so he's really... So he's actually quite a strong face, you think, for the Xbox brand. I think it will help at this point. <laughs> strong face. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I,
3: knew
1: that,
2: I knew that was coming. <laughs> I think it's what Xbox needs right now because he's pro game mm. oriented. Everyone at the moment is saying Xbox isn't pro gaming.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose like um, when Matrick was about, perhaps you got the, the expression, you know, the expression, the feeling that perhaps it was too business orientated his way of thinking. And, you know, Mark Whittam was very much a techie guy, but he didn't ever really take the lead. So, you know, it was a shame that he left as well, but I always quite liked him. He seemed like the cheery one of the bunch. The
2: problem with him is you never saw him do anything. I know he turned up at the... He was at the conferences and stuff. He would turn up to like to talk the techno jargon, the super simplified version of like, hey,
0: you know what the cloud is, right? It's like, remember how big Xbox Live was? It was this big. And now we've got the cloud. It's this big. And we've got a processor with this many capacitors in it or whatever, he said. Like, what? Is it, it's not capacitors. What's the little processing Transistor. part? Of Transistor, that's the word, yeah. We've got this many transistors and everyone's like, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but he always seems very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
2: oh, that is good news. That's, that's a sensible, sensible choice. Yeah, because uh, he's already got loads of things that he's been talking about that he's planning on doing like someone asked him uh because obviously the, the other news at build was that they they've developed this thing where you can basically have apps built on windows or whatever and you can cross them over to xbox and windows phone with hmm. very minimal effort hmm. so someone was asking like well now people can do this or will we'll eventually be able to do this will you cut the um paywall right for right. apps and stuff and he, he didn't say yes but he said that that's something that we're looking into so it suggests that they might be cutting the paywall
0: yeah because microsoft have been making a lot of these sort of like we need to reduce our upfront cost decisions recently like for instance uh they have essentially reduced the ability to the, the licensing costs for windows phone recently oh yeah, so
2: they before, slashed it, yeah, yeah
0: well before it was costing nokia apparently 15 dollars a handset to license um, which doesn't sound like a great deal in terms of the whole price of the phone, but that is $15 of pure profit gone um, to practically nothing. As yeah, as I think was. at Build
2: they said it was $0 on anything under a 7-inch screen or something. Right, right. So yeah, anything other than a tablet Basically, is yeah. now free, which is a
0: hand straight out of the Google Playbook. Yeah. A hand out of the Playbook. Whatever, fuck A page <laughs> out of the Playbook. <laughs> <laughs> a page out of the Google Playbook. So, in, you know... I think Microsoft are finally finally being forced to realize that they can't rely on Monopoly anymore for the way they think about business. Like, you know, Windows. Even the Windows front, you know, they've reduced the cost of upgrades significantly. Like, um, in, if, I think it's free from 8 to one or something when that happened and will be free next time as well or something. Like, mm. they're, they're sort of starting to... Realise they can't do this and they need to provide services like a decent app store or a, like the Apple model to continue consumer revenue because that's how consumers think now. Mm-hmm. And it's... They can still rely on their old techniques for enterprise because enterprise don't care, basically. It's like they don't mind paying. That makes perfect sense to them because they don't change very often. And So it's like when a, a single outlay makes sense to business. But... As opposed to subscription models, which seem to make more sense to consumers, I don't know. I'm still sort of like cagey on the idea of things like Office, for instance, like because if you bought a copy of Office, uh, know, even if even if your workplace bought a copy of Office, uh, just how often do you think you need to change that? You know, mm-hmm. you sort of don't. You can run on a version of Office for a really long time without having a problem. Um, so, like the introduction of Office three six five as being the primary way to get hold of copies of Office, what is it, like £80 a year for most people? I think it just sounds kind of not a great deal anymore. Mm. You know, the, I, the subscription model is the way everyone's going, but it's there are too many cases at the moment where I think, and Microsoft are in this boat, and Adobe are in this boat, if you ask me, um,
2: where the costs are just too high to consider. like. <laughs> Well, they're not aimed at us though, Adobe, is it? Oh, well, definitely
0: not, but you know. <laughs>
2: but on the other hand, it's like it's always
1: making the world a better place by making it so that there's no so that <laughs> everyone will always be on the same version of everything and they will no longer be like, oh, this was made in
0: Windows, this was made in Office 2000. If I you open this, it fights right up, it looks weird. Oh, but then you could have the opposite <laughs> problem in that you end up with the uh, the, the trap in that the software updates. Or gets to a point where you can't get any more updates that you're paying for because your version of some other software, like the OS, isn't up to date unless you're buying updates for that. It's like, there's a way of being really trapped in here, mm. um, which is a bit nefarious.
1: Yeah, but look, again, this is like... There shouldn't be anywhere. In, uh, there shouldn't be anywhere in any business that's still fucking running Windows ninety five at this point, unless it's for a very specific purpose where you where like you've written this program fifty years ago that only fifty years ago and only runs on Windows ninety five because <laughs> you're a time traveler of
0: some kind. Mad skills. Yeah, I don't know. well, you, I'm, I'm sure there are still like. Uh, like I'm sure some ATMs like still don't run, or like, even older than XP in places, and they're running like 2K. Or yeah, but something. That's,
1: that's just because, just because they haven't been forced to do anything about it, and it's yeah. a really bad thing.
0: <laughs> if only
1: if only they were forced to do it, then they'd complain. But fuck them.
0: <laughs> I mean, you do occasionally hear, people. You do occasionally hear about places that run like a. A Windows ninety eight PC still to do one particular job. Well, and yeah. No one could be bothered to change it because they don't want to learn how to change something. But then if the system's that old, usually they get away with it because it's not online. Yeah, exactly. And so it doesn't matter.
1: Like my when I was, when I was doing my stupid research projects in the university and was using a computer that was Windows 3.1 because fuck it I guess it was in a fucking Faraday cage in a corner and its only purpose was to do this one thing Mm. and all it had to render was a single line graph so I guess Windows 3.1 was sufficient yeah and it was probably connected by some god awful
0: serial port or something, I imagine. I didn't actually look. <laughs> yeah, with, if that one program works okay on that machine. Then and, sure and, the, a and the
1: ancient piece of 80s equipment that, that was
0: attached to it, presumably by some kind of serial port. <laughs> yeah, probably burning half a rainforest running. The amount of power those things used to use.
3: Yep,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, fun times. So, yeah, Phil Spencer, hello. <laughs> hello, face. Do well. <laughs> <laughs> get well. <Hang on. laughs> anyone is for anyone is. No. I'm sure there was something. I'm this, sure there was to but... like what, what, what Goat Simulator came out. it Scrolls I like it out. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Woo. I I've I've seen one person on my
2: contact list get sort of excited about elder scrolls online okay well the, the problem i have with elder scrolls online is it, it from what i've seen of it it looks pretty decent like it doesn't look it bad it looks like a fine mmo yeah but it does nothing, it's nothing new. new but the problem i have with it is the, the model like i'm not i'm not paying 50 quid up front to buy it and then the month, 10 quid a month yeah. or whatever it is on top of that yeah that is bad i mean only only world of warcraft can get away with that anymore and, but even that is like they give away the to paid a lesser extent stuff yeah, most like, of the time, and like you can get like
1: level to twenty on on the trial for free or whatever. Yeah, how can
0: you? Yeah. Eve, does Eve still operate with an upfront and subscription model? I don't know what He's their
1: actual starting purchases because they do it on Steam, don't they? But that's you just buy it and it gives you a month
2: with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, so it's You just best. you just buy like months. Yeah. Now <laughs> there isn't like an upfront. Speaking of which, I guess it's
1: completely irrelevant news because no one actually cares about Eve. <laughs> <laughs> they're now making they they used to have the buddy program where you could send out basic. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm it was this. the classic thing where you could send out invites to people to get them to join, and then if they if they paid, you got money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the classic manoeuvre. It's like if you join, then I get cash. So <laughs> bonus. Yeah, referral bonus. Yeah, <laughs> but but now they're they they're extending that system to be like. If you get someone who already played the game to re-subscribe, then you get bonus. Oh, I see. <laughs> so you can basically re-invite your friends for a, another free trial. That could work for someone like you, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I could basically get everyone back in for seven days. Yeah. Not that I'd get anything from it if they didn't pay, which they wouldn't, but mm. I can give everyone seven-day
0: free trials. <laughs> but you, I, you could be useful for people to tap for that, surely, because of your intermittent history with Eve you know you, you've ta- you've taken time off yeah and like and then maybe you just go hey I'm coming back to Eve do you want do you want a bonus for this then like here's my referral code well yeah I mean that makes
1: sense if you but then that's just like then you're not getting it the person you <laughs> no true <yeah. laughs> so you have to you have to be friends with them and be like will you give me this referral back I mean it's not it's not
0: the best referral scheme in that sense like a lot of, a lot of you know good referral schemes um Say like for broadband providers, I think they're pretty prolific with this stuff. Is that both parts of the equation get something yeah. for being referred? So it's it's in the the best interests well, like of f- the of the other person to put in a referral code. Like technically, the person getting referred in EVE does get the free trial part of it. <laughs> True, <laughs> they get those seven days. I guess extends your month by a week. Yeah, exactly. Although apparently they, in
1: this new referral, in this returning referrals thing in EVE, you can only, you don't get the reward every time. You only get, there's basically three rewards and it's a different reward for the, each of the first three times that you do it per month or something. Okay. Or year. I well, well, didn't really there, mean that. Well, yeah. There must be some limit to how yeah, to farm it. I was, the, I was just thinking the classic thing of like, I could just refer my other account. <laughs> Right, <laughs> give basically free money, or well, paid for money for paying for my other account for a month, but also getting an extra week and getting money on my main
0: account. Well, can you? Yeah, should you refer it like right before one of your accounts finishes, if you know you're going to be playing the other one for a while? Yeah, I guess so, you, you can trade like, them back and forth. Yeah, get that extra week over and over. Yeah, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think they might be able to, like maybe maybe, yeah, maybe they like have an abuse detector or something it's like
1: these two accounts are both connected from the same IP that's
0: slightly suspicious <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is this guy's been doing this with this one person like six times this year <laughs> is, that, is this right Mr. Suspicious well
1: I think there's also also to kind of I guess the way they actually prevent that is the account has to be has to have been idle for a certain amount of time oh I see <laughs> like six months or whatever Right.
0: <laughs> so it's not you can't
1: do it every month
0: damn that's less cool
1: <laughs> well it's
0: fine it's sensible from a business perspective
1: I guess I have like two more Eve accounts that I could do that with <laughs> yeah, just pulled six Eve accounts. Well, I think I have three. I can't remember what the other one was for. I think that was oh no way I remember, it was the there was my original account. There was the original buddy account when that first system first got introduced and it was super cheap. And then there was the third account where Eve went it went super cheap on a Steam sale, so I made an I made an Eve account through Steam. Right. <laughs> And, you, and then buddy program that one into my main account as well <coughs> to get the bonus.
0: <laughs> so yeah, free Eve accounts. Jipping it where you can. Yep. So play Eve. Go on, get someone that plays Eve to make you play it. for <laughs> stuff.
1: Oh, and they're doing that the Eve monument thing it's actually really? going to happen now. Oh, I cool. guess mm. They finally decided to say that, yes, it's definitely going to happen. And my name will be on it somewhere. Awesome. Not my actual name, obviously. <laughs> my, my stupid, dumb character name. <laughs> yeah. God damn <bad> it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting if we ever go to Iceland for some reason look at this monument and try and find the one name out of however many, like 200,000 names, presumably. That'd
0: be a hell of a chart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like going to that... Unless it's in alphabetical order. <laughs> it's like going to those war memorials, isn't it? And like, just say, picking a name and saying, right, we're going to find where this is actually written.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. If it's in alphabetical order, it's no, not it my okay. difficult. Well, yeah, your
0: one is likely to be at the end. Yeah, yes, exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> Fairly easy. And it's not a very common letter, I suppose, in not like S or something where it's like even in Africa that's still quite a lot of space I,
0: I want, I want them to organise it by chronology of date joined oh yeah that'd be pretty funny yeah or well, number of skill points <laughs> which is equivalent to
1: date joined really uh, yes, more or yeah. less. yeah unless you've been idle but yeah it'd be pretty cool if they actually put like the date the character was created on there mm. that would be interesting as well the birth of yeah <laughs> the my my Zach. ten-year-old character. Yeah. So yeah, that—that's Eve I guess i didn't play that.
0: Actually, I logged in a couple of times, and that was it. I'm—I struggle to think who at Bethesda or whoever thought that making another one of these seemed like a good idea. After we need so, another one of these, or another MMO that is just you know, as we described it, a fine MMO, that like that they would be able to capture enough of the audience to make it worthwhile. Because well, for So many... Going phone. off the brand, aren't they? Well, the theory yeah. that
1: everyone has been bandying around is that, like, probably when they started making this, like, it probably was a good Because <laughs> hmm. of how long it's taken. Perhaps. Perhaps. But I, I agree with various people who have been saying, that, like, you don't actually want an MMO... Elder Scrolls game you just want a online decently
0: sized multiplayer <laughs> yeah. have some some people you can work together or just with. a locally hosted multiplayer like Starbound or whatever I quite liked Jeff Gersman's idea of like someone perhaps designing a not an MMO world but a sort of Borderlands-esque style MMO where there's like a, a, a player cap or something but all those players are progressing as one mm-hmm. Right. So, like, you can all go off and do your own thing, but essentially the world is changing as a result of what you're doing. So if one person achieves a quest that quest is gone.
3: Well, like,
0: because someone's done it. Maybe, but... Maybe. You know, it's sort of like the an actual, actual world mechanics like that sound kind of intriguing. Yeah, but then, then you definitely, of, would, have to, then you definitely yeah. would have to be doing that with, like, friends because otherwise you'd yeah, get super pissed. Exactly, yeah. You'd have to... There would, it would have to be, like, an organised thing and there'd have to be a way of managing that. And I'm not saying that's an easy thing to pull off. Um, because, well, think about it this way, perhaps, that like it would open the floodgates for uh, an experience like that, that could have multiple different ways of playing out. Like, so perhaps you end up with a replayable MMO that's like actually different each time. Um, you say to your mates, it's like, I don't like the way this has gone. Let's, let's all, I don't like my character, Let's all start again. And it's like, and it would actually be okay to do so because everyone would be doing different quests and perhaps the order in which you do the quests or don't do the quests or fail the quests changes things. Hmm. That to me sounds like a really good, well, I say good. It's a massively ambitious thing, <laughs> yeah. But it would be really cool to see someone try because, like, even the ambitious MMOs haven't done well for themselves recently. Like, I don't know. You could argue that Guild Wars has been pretty successful and pretty amb- because of its ambitious living world concept, yeah. Um, and that sort of works. But then you look at—I'm a little bit disappointed that games like The Secret World and stuff didn't do better. Because yeah, okay. Underneath, they had fairly rote MMO mechanics, but their quest design was re- trying something really different, like by using things in the world and requiring knowledge external to the game. And yeah, you that, know, was, that wasn't
1: actually a good idea, though, because that, that's just
0: like the games fact game. <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> the Wikipedia game. It may, maybe that bit isn't so hot, but I, I just at least they were trying, you know. You gotta appreciate someone for trying to be original. In a space that's been done to fucking death. <laughs> Although Final Fantasy XIV is doing well for itself. <laughs> and that is, again, basically just an MMO. Yeah, but that's only because it's Final Fantasy. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, or Japanese JLP style, I guess. Mm. The only other thing that was close to that is like the fantasy star, but then, you know. But then that never came that never out because
0: yeah. they realised that people didn't actually care enough. It's a Japanese thing, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I still haven't thought of the news. I'm sure there was something I really wanted. Oh, well, there's minor news. I it's not really news, I guess, but the the guys working on oh, what was it was a Blue Point. Who are the guys working on the 360 version of Titanfall? Said it would run over 30, but that means they're not going to, you know, like. Actual Titanfall I guess that means They're probably not Going to hit their The 60 frames target oh, It's game, definitely
2: but. It's definitely not 60 Yeah Well there's a, 30, What's the fact that there's, there's, a say, there's a 30 frames Where they can lock mo- I've seen There's been leaked pictures Of the 360 version Oh there's an option Is there, There's, there's a, an option To lock it to 30 So it's probably Barely over 30 Right That's a bit of a shame I mean I know that
0: game Has a reasonable amount Going on But you know They could have I'm sure they could have Knocked back the graphics To a point where It would have Played just fine but it is a bit of a. It is going to be interesting to see how the, how well do you reckon that game will handle with those limitations.
2: And it's that's interesting, nonetheless. I don't like this new trend. There's a new trend that's happening, in, well, mostly on PlayStation, but this new trend of games having unlocked frame rates.
0: Yeah, that that's not been crazy uncommon on PlayStation for a long time, like Infamous.
2: Has never been locked. No, Infamous, the new one, wasn't locked, but they've added an option now. Killzone wasn't locked, but they've added the option. Oh, wasn't it? Now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, having well, played... Titanfall definitely isn't, is it? Like, oh, no, on Titanfall the, on the, the x But it's just like, I don't it, mind there's... so much for multiplayer stuff, because it's not, I don't know, I, I, I haven't really had a problem with it in Titanfall. But when I was playing... No, Kill... yeah, I mean, so it's, it, well, it's occasionally super noticeable. Like, I have had... Oh, like, it's noticeable, but... I have had, like, practical locks at times, but... It's noticeable, but it doesn't really bother me that much. No, it's not a killer. But unlike Killzone, when you're. I don't know. There's just something about. When you're. Because Killzone doesn't run bad. There's no way that it's a bad running game. But you mm. can notice it when it drops from 60 to like 40 or something when you're running yeah. around. You can notice it sort of jiggering or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, the
2: first Infamous game did that
0: occasionally as well. It was weird because it ran at 30 the majority of the time and it never really dipped below 30. But every now and then you'd find an area that perhaps didn't have a lot going on or you were staring out to the sea or something and then all of a sudden everything would go 60 and you'd be like, hang on a minute, this suddenly looks a lot better than I was expecting. And then you turn around and it chugs a bit and you're like... And, but then you notice the chugging.
2: Yeah, it's, like, exactly. it's, it's that weird thing of like because it's varying you notice it that's it yeah it's not so much a problem that it runs at 30 or whatever because you know halo's always been locked at 30 yeah. and you don't and, you know i don't care you never
0: really notice... you've never i've never noticed
2: that as a problem
0: like throughout the halo series
2: yeah that's exactly my thing like i don't care that it runs at 30 but it's the fact that it's unlocked and it wavers around and that's when you notice it yeah i don't well, understand is kind
0: of why the screen is like the screen tearing is the biggest problem yeah. in Titanfall for instance it's like as perhaps that's a result of like well, no, screen tearing is just bad V-sync, isn't it? It's, like, it's not really that the frame rate is moving all over the place. It's yeah, ignore me. Bad argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I see your point though. It is strange. Maybe that's a result of mo- more games going PC like because yeah. you know that's how you have to develop on PC, really. And the only game I can think of that used to have a, like a frame, a proper frame lock was the the original Halo, when that came out, because you had the option to lock everything to to 30 in that if you wanted to, partly because their animation routine didn't use interpolation, so things would... It would sort of do what I used to complain about the Bioshock games, where the, the animation of characters and stuff would be running at 30 while the frame rate of the oh, actual see, game yeah. runs at 60, and it just looks really weird. And again, super noticeable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, really. It's like maybe it's nice, in, in some aspects you kind of feel maybe it's nice that the game lets you run, lets itself run faster when it can, but it's the jarring nature of the change.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't know. don't know how I feel about that. But I'm glad that they've added locked options. That's kind of hmm. solved that for me. The fact that they've had had it so you can lock it at 30, it's like, yep, <laughs> that I'm solves gonna, my, now this my problem. this looks I guess. More
0: consistent. I mean, maybe that's what what you associate with consoles, I guess, isn't it? Like this. Yeah, that's the thing. Like sort of slick,
2: consistent experience. I mean, there are games obviously that slow down and stuff, like GTA Five and whatever. And sometimes it can't be helped. Yeah, but I mean, generally speaking, games on three sixty and that are locked at a set frame rate ninety hmm. percent of the time. Yeah. Just, and any just...
0: game is like free from the odd moment of oh, no. slow down,
2: so it's. It's just weird how this sort of this way of doing it sort of cropped up because obviously I never played PlayStation Three much, so I wouldn't have known stuff like Infamous and Mm. stuff before. But I never really remember anything like that on Xbox. Uh,
0: No, I can't think of a good example of something that did that on 360. Not, no, no, not really. I'm doing my usual thing of like, well, let's, let's let's like cast my <laughs> eyes to the shelf to see if anything triggers a menu. Uh, a menu. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <Right>. Suddenly, <laughs> a little <suddenly, laughs>
1: drop-down menu appears in Rob's vision. These are your, this one <laughs>
0: these are your memories. Pick one. Oh, maybe the Ghost Recon's <laughs> might have done. Actually, right. the Ghost Recon's probably did that because that was early day. i I'm, Perfect Dark might have done it as well at some no, point okay. although I'm, I'm pretty sure that was locked to 30 and just had frame rate issues it's <laughs> <laughs> just shit <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah it
2: just seemed weird to
0: me hmm so what have you been playing <laughs> yeah go on Kip you kick this
2: off I've been playing games who have you that's good I don't know I think it was more like game wasn't it <laughs> no multiple games okay um I don't know which to talk about first <laughs> Well, you don't have the two-week limit that we do, so no. okay, go nuts. What's what's in quite a few then? What have you liked? What have you not liked? Well, I'm going to talk about an oddball one here. All right, okay. This is uh, what... That I've absolutely loved and think is absolutely brilliant, and that is One Finger Death Punch. Right? Oh yeah, you told me about that. Uh, it's <coughs> it's a basically a cheap flash web game by the looks of things, you know, presentation-wise and stuff, and it's by a company that um, generally makes complete shovelware on Xbox Live indie (laughs) what's their pedigree Uh, they've made dating games and you know those kind of of yeah just absolute shit and um, then they came out with this game One Finger Death Punch on Steam Um, and it's fucking awesome (laughs) it's it's an incredibly simple game Um, as you may have gathered uh, well it says One Finger Death Punch but you actually use two fingers (laughs) uh, <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> Technically, you could do it with one, but there's only one no of those for months, So no, They're both punched. Oh, no way, well, yeah, it's left and right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So basically, what you're, um, the graphic style is stick figures that kill each other. <laughs> um, the idea of the game is you have a left mouse button and a right mouse button, um, and you have enemies coming from the left and right, and to kill them, you have to press the left to kill the left and the right to kill the right, as you would have thought. Which sounds simple enough, mm-hmm. and it is but it gets crazy quick so you get like you do like mad clicking like that trying to kill everything it's got a lot of like there's different types of enemies that you can fight so you have ones that need three clicks to kill hmm. but it could be two on the left and then one on the right to kill it and hmm. whatever and it switches up like that um, you also get weapons <laughs> just like <that. laughs> perfect diamond <laughs> Uh, Yeah, you also get weapons that the enemies can carry, like um, bows or swords and stuff, and you can pick them up um, by clicking to go towards it if it's in your range, and you'll pick it up and it'll make you kill people quicker. Mm. Um, You get like special ones that you get like a DDR-style feed come down the screen and you have to click along to it to kill them. Right, right, (laughs) right. Uh, and it's just really cool. Like the animation of it is super slick and smooth, and mm-hmm. it just looks like it's really fun to watch. The way it like pans out on screen while you're clicking away, killing all these things, it just looks awesome. Mm. Um, it's kind of like very cheesy kung fu style, 60s kung fu style film aesthetic, I guess. Sure.
0: Also, <laughs> well, it sort of has that that sort of like overly, I don't know, fake oriental music. Yes, yeah, definitely,
2: what? and the um, announcer. Is sort of you know a classic or
0: a piss take of the accent, yeah. A Bit like dive kicks, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much. Dive kick, yeah. It's that kind of that kind of thing going on, <laughs> Um, and the sounds and stuff are all like classic punch noises and stuff from old <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just it's just really cool. It's hmm. a really fun game, and there's lots of variation in the types of levels and stuff you get as well. So. I did stumble upon that one
0: as I was browsing around Steam once, and did sort of like have that. This looks kind of cool in its own sort of slightly unique way. It wasn't quite what I was expecting it to be. Like I think when I actually saw a video of it, it's like for some reason in my head I figured it might play something out a bit like a single-player version of Nidhogg or something, Mm. um, rather than it being a, a like as you say as simple as it as it is. It sort of strikes me a bit like in, in a, a, like a, a super hexagon of
2: fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy quick, because um, the better you do, the faster it makes it go. Hmm. So like, you can get up to like 250% speed or something. <laughs> it just gets ridiculous. But um, yeah, another funny thing is sometimes a random like ball will appear. So if you punch in time to when the ball's near you it'll kick the ball at enemies and it'll kill them hmm. so you can keep that chain in while killing other people and stuff as well hmm. so there's a lot of like it's
3: little a very simple there, game yeah. but
2: it's got a lot of little sort of things you can do cool, cool. mini mechanics yeah and it's just great fun for like a short play every now and then speaking of Super Hexagon yeah like, this is a
0: random aside I did on um, Dan's recommendation and other Dan and other <laughs> Dan Cassidy from Cambridge play the Terry Kavanagh version of Flappy Bird yeah it's pretty cool because you know it's got some sweet music. Well, always, that's
1: like what he what his games always have.
0: Yeah, check that one out because <laughs> like obviously it's like it's it's even harder than Flappy Bird because like the the range of flap is like super high, and you, he's also added like this dive button that makes you like drop super quick as well. And So like an insanely hard fast game is made even harder and faster, and it's it's genius. <laughs> easily the best version of that I've seen so far I know, I know I've not seen many so that's, no. that means
2: nothing <laughs> alright so one finger death puns that's I can't yeah, recommend? recommend yeah it costs I don't know how much it costs now on Steam but I picked it up for like a couple of quid or something from somewhere oh, okay. <laughs> from somewhere it was like a, it was on somewhere. a bundle site with a load of other shit yeah, but fine. I only bought it for that because it was cheaper than buying it on Steam Actually. <laughs> So, yeah, great game. I think I'll play it like six hours or something, so it's well worth it.
0: Yep, that's, that's three times the pound-for-hour ratio. <laughs> Definitely.
2: It's awesome. <laughs> um, So, yeah, get that. Uh, what else have we been playing? Yeah, what else you got? Um, Well, there's the obvious one, Titanfall.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boom, son! It's amazing. amazing. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing Titanfall. I've played quite a lot of time <laughs> You've played a lot of time I've played a lot of time Not as much <laughs> as some people but no, I've <laughs> seen, never as much as some people. I've seen some gen
0: I've, I've, I've seen, seen gen 9s oh have you? Yeah, Gen's, that's a lot higher. Oh, I thought I'd seen some gen 5s and I think of gen A gen 6. But but yeah, I'm gen well, I don't gen... have that much time to play that fucking game.
2: I know it's crazy.
0: But How can people stand to play that game that much? It's, yeah, like, it's that, so that intense! Is, that is, the, yeah, it's that pretty is intense. the other thing. But then again, when, when we sort of thought about this like when the beta came out I did probably put in like a good 10 hours over that weekend. Mm. Yeah but you, you
1: wouldn't have been able to continue on that. that Would be like holy shit I need a break
0: at some point. Yeah, I, can't remember, I haven't been able to like zone into it quite as much as like perhaps when it first came out. Like those first, that, that first weekend I was so into it that was all I wanted to do and it's like yeah I think like when the actual by the time the actual game came out I was a tiny bit over it you know just not not I wouldn't say like over over it but you know the, it diminished a little bit in that you know a couple a group I could go like two or maybe three hours in one go and be and then and then I'll hit the wall and be yeah. like ah you know what yeah this is you have that realisation I think like I do with quite a lot of multiplayer games where it's like just what is the point (laughs) (laughs) well see
2: I only ever play multiplayer games pretty much (laughs) it's pretty much all I play because I just love it but I have noticed it's one of those games where it's not like COD it sounds weird but it's not quite as addictive as COD in a way because with COD it's literally you're fighting real people only all the time Mm. and it's a lot more satisfying because of it uh, yeah, in that respect,
0: There's a feel-good factor to the best thing
2: a human. Yeah, but it is like the matches are longer in Titanfall, depending what you're playing. I feel, and they and they've oh, increased right, right. The, the the time and stuff on attrition now, so it's even longer.
0: Oh, have they? Oh, that's that is good. The attrition's
2: sometimes felt quite short. Yeah, they've increased that. Well, I think they almost doubled it, hmm. something like that. So the games can go on quite a while, and it does get pretty intense sometimes, depending on the map and what kind of role you're trying to play or whatever. See, I've sort of... I never entirely got into the competitive
0: side of Titanfall. It's like, you know, when I never quite got that... Jesus Christ, what is going on on your phone? (laughs) Boom! I don't know, I never 100% got into the... uh, you know, the the to-and-throw of the actual mechanics of the map. Like, okay, when you're playing, like, a Last Titan Standing... And maybe a CTF game, it's sort of it feels like more of a big deal because the you know the the core game types are about this one thing. Mm. But when you're doing like, like it, even like attrition or the pilot hunt or the Hardpoint yeah. games, I I just don't care. Yeah, you know what I mean there's nothing about the game that really makes me care about winning or losing so much. It's it a bit like card. I only tend to care about your have own I personal done it okay? score. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean. I have to say, like normally, I don't play things like hardpoint and capture the flag that much, um, especially on Call of Duty, because I don't know, they're just not as fun. Um, but on Titanfall, capture the flag is probably the best mode. It's so damn good. I, I go through phases with it. Sometimes
0: it's amazing, and other times it's just super annoying. It, I think it's it, it depends it's on the so team. dependent on the teams yeah. that it match makes you with, and it's so dependent on the map. Like I don't think I don't think. Many of the maps really work for it. Some of them are brilliant for it. Like I quite overlook, which is a level I don't really like the majority of the time. Suddenly takes on a whole new life as a CTF map, Mm. and it's it kind of works then. Whereas I hate its hardpoint locations.
2: Well, I think. I think that's just multiplayer games in general. Though you have to have a variation in sure. size, you, you need, and yeah. You need, you need design, and, and, and you know
0: they, they do try and you know you have to try and mix it up on occasion. And you know for some t- game types that's going to be better than others. And it's so in that respect, it's good that CTF exists for me because it makes that map have a use. Yeah. You know, whereas otherwise, I would just dislike it. So they kind of save themselves there.
2: Yeah. You never. No one's ever gonna like all the maps on every mode. That's the thing mm. with multiplayer stuff. Like someone will probably love that map on whatever. Because
0: like but... it, last Titan standing, although, like for the it, for the lack of strategy and like communication that Titanfall seems to have, like you don't hear many people talking to each other or trying to sort out what they're gonna do and that kind mm. of thing. Like by the time you're reaching an end of the last Titan match, which are often quite close like they don't often get like just whitewashed it's like you have to, like so many games you end up coming down to like oh it's three apiece. the next one wins um situation and the teams are desperately trying different things to sort of out one it's like you have a squad of a few guys just take the longest route possible to try and get behind you in some <laughs> yeah. in some way nobody was expecting um or you'll have like well, I have seen one game where the 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 Zach tactic a- applied, Played the Titans. Yeah, where a large number of players <laughs> from the other team just hid their Titans and all went out on foot, and it was that was a kind of a funny round. <laughs> Cause it was such a pain in the ass because the rest of us were all in our Titans, and the guys were just like being flies around us. Yeah, until eventually they started making mistakes, and we killed the pilots, and then yeah, the round became a piece of piss, and we won it. But it's it's like that that stuff does exist and that ad hoc craziness of what people are trying works so well in that game mode um, but you don't really see it anywhere else like perhaps in CTF occasionally you'll see something something genius hmm. like the strategy I talked about the other week where I just if you can time it just right and you have the right burn cards and stuff being able to drop a strider in with a dash core ready at just yeah. the right moment is
2: you need to watch all of my one charges because I recorded some CTF stuff and some of it was so ridiculous <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, it's just so much fun. Like, but then, but then the flip side to like CTF, why I don't like, why I think it's bad in places. Like some of the levels are so got so many routes. Yeah. The finding a flag carrier is so hard. Whereas you know like traditional map design from like the Quake and UT years, there's you know there's defined pathways the majority of the time, mm. and so like being able to try and choke where the the flag bearer is going to go and you know to a lesser extent Halo was good at that as well with its map design until you got like the big vehicle levels but the the uh, a lot of the a lot of the main levels still had routes you had you could watch and be like oh yeah they're probably going to come through here so I'm going to hang about uh, and you, you can't really do that so much on Titanfall you have to
2: mm. there's just so many routes yes Well it's all about tactics isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Well you can it's all about wall running and stuff as well like if, most of the time when people have a flag they just <laughs> either run along the floor like an idiot that's me or they'll run on the roof which nearly always means you can probably catch up with them if you're use if you decent at wall running
0: yeah or you floor, even floor running will catch up with someone that's trying to roof yeah. run
2: most of the time or even just jump on the back of a friendly Titan that works yeah
0: Oh, I had some really great great games just chilling out on the back of a Titan. Like it was on um, I spent a good half a game just on the back of a friendly Titan once, like because we were doing we were we were kind of whitewashing it a little bit, and it was a I think it was a an attrition game on Demeter, and I was just chilling on the back of a Titan with the Archer just firing at stuff. So like this Titan I was on was just killing stuff faster than it could be hurt because we have got two two sources of firepower mm. coming from it, and it was. that was was actually pretty fun despite the difficulty of trying to aim whilst on the back of a Titan (laughs) that kind of worked out it was just kind of cool and it definitely boosted my spend some time on the back of a friendly Titan challenge (laughs) dumb
2: (laughs) completely pointless
0: yeah all those
1: all the challenges that I have that have really short time limits are inevitably dumb which is like why don't you hang on a wall <laughs> because no one ever does even though technically that can sometimes be a good surprise strategy no one thinks to even do it and it's not actually that convenient because you have to be
0: aiming the whole yeah. time <laughs> I have been caught out by guys like say in some flag rooms for instance that have just decided to crab up on, uh, halfway up a wall yeah. because they saw me coming because no one looks there
1: no exactly and It's, it's like, but that's no one looks there because no one actually remembers to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I just forget that it exists. I yeah. think I've used it like I've had. I think I've killed someone from a hanging position once, and that was totally by accident because because I panicked. I was in the middle of running yeah. and someone was coming. And it's like, oh shit! So I just held down aim, and then it's like, oh yeah, I can do this.
2: <laughs> I also feel part of my problem with Titanfall. Is that the majority of the weapons are pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I think Zach had this beef. <laughs> it was like, the sniper rifle's are complete naff. You're never going to need to use them. I don't mind using the DMR, but I'm not a big fan of the Kraber. They're both pretty awful, though,
0: because... Yeah, it's, I'm using them to try and force myself to use them. It's yeah. The I've been doing this a lot this, this last couple of weeks. I've been trying just not to use the carbine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm realising that none of the weapons just feel as good as using the carbine. I absolutely love the LMG. That's my weapon of choice. Oh, I can't
2: use that for shit. The LMG's amazing. It's I so tr- good. I've really
0: tried, and I just cannot use it. It's like, I, if I get caught out, they just like the kick is so extreme. Well, I'm the thing is... Well, it, has it. The,
1: it has the same thing as the stupid LMG in 2143, yeah, where it's, have, like, you it's, you it's more accurate it. the longer you fire.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to... But if you
0: get caught out and you're like firing it, you have to be the one that fires first by some margin to get any kind of accuracy on
2: what you're trying to shoot at it's, well the, the thing is it's got loads of ammo so you're better off pre-firing oh yeah just, a just hold all the time yeah so, so like if you think there's someone there just fire while you go around the corner yeah. that's what I do I mean that's not a tactic I because it, it's hard to train me back
0: into that tactic because of you know the I'm, I'm a map watcher like much to Zach's surprise like I'm, I'm watching <laughs> I watch the map. the map all the time well, I started to, looking at it
1: slightly more but then it's just like I'm still not the only time and well, no, I actually I guess
2: I still have a presser on the LMG I don't remember (laughs) I I never (laughs) used one I would hope not It'd be really funny (laughs) I think you can I'm not sure but I've never used one on it Because you could could pre-fire and no one would see you Maybe you can I can't remember
1: I just don't find the map that useful even when I do look at it Because there's just too many there's too many different heights people can be at is the main problem Mm. It does say though Well Yeah That's like even tinier than the dots
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's not something you see at a quick glance very often. Mm. Yeah, I use the map all the damn time. You have to. It's
0: like I've been trying to train myself to do the spectre hacking thing more often. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. No, not, I don't think I've ever... <laughs> I hacked. did it to get the achievement and then I stopped. Well, <laughs> Rob didn't even know you could do it for a start. Oh, no, I did. Well, he, uh, well, he
1: sort of vaguely knew. I, that. Didn't, uh, <laughs> I
0: didn't know the, how uh, liberal the timing actually is because, my, I don't know, I, I never
2: saw the prompt right like you have to I mean, you have to be the pro- right pro- next to yeah, them the by the time, that time you, you shot them
0: yeah <laughs> but you can, you can actually do it from some distance away and you are sort of lunge yeah, yeah. It's like, but I didn't, didn't realise you could do that so I never thought that was a useful tactic it was just like well I'm this far away I'm going to shoot him. yeah and it's I,
1: I would do it more but the trouble is I, I just never realised that they're robots until I've already started cheating. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's a
0: red name shoot at it oh wait I maybe should have had that instead yeah, there is that too <laughs> I was using the ice pick for a while and that is kind of
2: cool. the super fast hack yeah that is kind of cool when you start doing that like there's no, there's no other use for it right, though for the turret yeah <laughs> but it's almost pointless oh, I don't know as, I... A, as an added thing you're better off having something else surely Sometimes kind of wrong. Yeah, is, yeah that, that, slot. That, that, that slot is kind of
0: crappy. As the one with like Dead Man Trigger and stuff in it. And yeah.
2: What are the other ones like, Oh, explosives. That's the one I always use. Oh, it's, it's in uh, the, the explosive
0: kit. Yeah. That just gives you like an extra couple of nades most of the time, doesn't it? Oh, well,
2: yeah, one extra nade, yeah. which is much more useful in my opinion, <laughs> especially satchel charges.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna just get started to try and figure those out, but. Oh, I think good. the delay on activation is the tricky part
2: with them. There's like there's a short delay, uh, like when you try and activate them. Yeah, but it's exactly it basically is exactly the same as the C4 in COD. Yeah, it's no different apart from the explosion it seems bigger. Explosion does seem enormous. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they can actually do some nasty damage to Titans as well.
2: Yeah, if they have shields down, they'll take off a good core at least. Yeah, I have have
0: been killed by satchel charges unexpectedly. Well, that's that's a
2: new thing I've been doing. You know, when you... Pretty much when you rodeo now, everyone always either gets out <coughs> or electric smokes you. Yeah, because pretty pretty we much guaranteed. Be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, everyone,
0: everyone gets out of the Titan with me. Yeah, they just immediately jump
2: out. And yeah, it's, it's like the done thing now. But it was in the beat and nobody did it. No, 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 one was, <laughs> no one seemed aware that what that meant. It's yeah. like, someone's rodeoing me. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I
1: sometimes wish there was some kind of
0: team indicator... Because it's yeah. like if
1: there was just a way to, to, to say to your oh, team, really? oh shit, get this guy off me, when there's two diets standing right next to each other and the
0: other one could just punch him. Oh, yeah. but that's, I guess that's the point there, isn't it? It's like it's supposed to... Yeah, if you were talking, it would be... Like, it's just it? like I want a combo raise.
1: <laughs> uh, a lot of the time I just hit Q... I'm just like <laughs> I'm trying to spot things and it's like I, that's I, not I, the right I, button in fact
0: this button doesn't do anything I, watched, <laughs> I I did that during the beta on the PC as well It's was just like oh that doesn't that means nothing but, yeah I kind of wish you could spot because it would yeah spot would be, be really nice. helpful like you can see a pilot from miles away but you can't quite communicate where they are because the levels are so complex mm. it's like I think when me and you played a couple of times and like there's only, there was only one or two times where I could sort of sensibly say where the pilot was in relation to you say like, hey there's a pilot on your left and you're like yeah I
2: see him <laughs> yeah but yeah when you rode it what I've been doing lately when I radio a Titan is you, you break open the thing or whatever and then you throw a satchel charge in and then jump off and then blow it up yeah <laughs> yeah. I was wondering <laughs> whether that actually how that actually
0: functioned because I never actually tried it with the satchel chargers do they, they, do they stick then you yeah they like.
2: stick yeah mm-hmm. yeah and what? They, didn't, they, what? Didn't,
0: they didn't strike me as like the sticky type. because it no. just looked like a backpack. Yeah. So it's like I thought well if I shove it if I try and shove it is it just going to fly somewhere so I jump off and land on it or something. <laughs> the one thing that happened to me one time related
1: which is essentially the same as that tactic only maybe better was like someone rodeoed onto me and then I tried to jump out and he just threw a satchel charge
2: onto the ground and blew me up. Oh, no, I I've, <laughs> seen, that, much,
0: I've, of, of I've seen that quite a bit tactic. after you
2: mentioned it. Yeah, well, yeah. one of the ones I, I've done is when someone's on my Titan, I get out, throw a satchel charge at the Titan <laughs> and blow it up, and that kills them. <laughs>
1: Does that do damage to your Titan? Or? No, because it's friendly, isn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> it's your one though. I yeah, it doesn't do anything.
3: Yeah.
2: So that's a pretty cool way of dealing with it. But yeah, I, that was before I had electric snakes, so and now I just have electric snakes. I never use electric snakes, <laughs> <laughs> so I always use the vortex shield because it's so useful against other titans. Yeah, vortex is pretty amazing. I just prefer to keep firing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, if you're up against a chain gun, you just take so much damage if you have no way of stopping it. If you, if you haven't got a shield. I don't worry about the chain guns that much. Well, if you haven't got a shield, they rip through you like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how much damage they do. Like, whereas most of the other weapons are pretty even no matter whether you have shield or not, kind of thing.
0: I guess, yeah. Whereas,
2: the 40mm is quite bad. Yeah. Whereas the chain gun just destroys you if you haven't got your shield on.
1: <laughs> and then and then you can also, as I did a couple of times, it was like, it's always fun when you can use the electric smoke to do, to like, basically use it offensively
0: as well. Oh, well, yeah. You like can when. Charge you and fire it. And then, well,
1: not just like that, but there was like, there was one time when when there was there was just like a pilot in a club of rocks and no one could actually shoot at him and we were all in titans and then it was just like well if I stand really close to the rocks and just smoke (laughs) it will cover enough of those rocks to kill that guy or the other time when like someone dropped their titan in but he died before the titan activated so it's still in the bubble shield Hmm. so I just ran through the bubble shield dropped my smoke in his bubble shield and
0: then when it turned off it immediately (laughs) took tons of damage from the smoke which was kind of useful so I'm still having connection problems. Yeah. I don't quite know what the problem is. Like I've heard, I have read around and there is a little bit of a history of the, the Technicolor routers, um, having a bit of a problem with Xbox live stuff in general. Um, but I'm my, my I can, I, I put my X bone in the DMZ when I, while I play now. Mm. And I've even gone to the effort of making sure that the Xbox, uh, lease on my DHCP is always the same, so it always gets the same IP address from the router, and it always, and therefore, uh, you know, I can just turn the DMZ on without having to find the IP address of the device and all that stuff. Um, so I've made it a lot easier for myself, but it still fucking doesn't do the Returning to the private lobby still kicks me out to the main menu. I tried the new matchmaking thing, which is apparently the normal now, which I haven't tried since it's become the normal, but that didn't fucking work for me because whenever it tried to do a server migration to matchmake you with people that were more of my skill level, I got kicked to the main menu. It's like Mm. so. I'm having quite a lot of problem right now, and and like like you know, we had this conversation, Kips and I about how to try and sort this. And Mm. Kip's is right. I haven't found a lot of info about people having this problem, so it's kind of doing my head in right now. I did find some more ports that may be associated with the Azure range that are applicable to both PC and Xbox users. So I've opened those
2: up now. And I haven't tried it since. In well, fairness, part but. of the problem we've been having as well is I can't party chat with you. I can party chat with everyone else. Yeah, I
0: don't know what that's about because that's that. That in theory is unrelated to Titanfall.
2: I'm yeah, not it's aware. not a Titanfall issue. It's just uh, it just doesn't work with you. I don't know why. But it always had done until work. recently. Yeah. yeah,
0: which makes me think that it's not the ru- that bit can't be the router because nothing's changed on the router at that front. So I I have no idea what's going on. It's a bit of a. Bit of a mess at the moment for me, trying to do stuff properly on live. Or maybe I was always joining one of your groups rather than... uh, Maybe. I don't know. So, (laughs) connectivity sounds like it shouldn't... I I kind of feel like it shouldn't be this big a problem. So You know, like needing to port forward stuff in a home network just sounds like... Well, I've just literally just...
2: I've got that new router and I've done... Nothing. I haven't port forwarded anything. When you say new router, what one have you got? Because I, 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 did. Say, I,
0: I was highly tempted on just buying. I some didn't new buy stars.
2: one. It's just an EE router. Oh. Mum had spare ones, so I nicked one of hers and hacked it to put my ISP on it. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, I haven't port forwarded anything, done anything, and it works flawlessly with everything. Mm. Well, I, yeah,
0: I, I didn't. My root, the Technicolor routers don't actually let you port forward to an Xbox because the ports that Xbox Live uses. It, I think it's tight. Ty- I actually went into Telnet and started cocking around in the command line interface for this thing to try and find out what actually is going on. And I think it's because it has some rules set up because the, the router provides what it calls game mm-hmm. mode, which supposedly lets it deal with what it thinks are Xbox yeah, a lot and of forward them stuff have to that stuff like that, don't they? And I looked at the rules list that it knew about about how to do port forwarding and stuff, and it had already assigned the Xbox Live ports to my Xbone, One despite the fact that if I try and do it manually, it says, oh, you can't do that because there's a conflict. And it's like, so Game Mode did seem to be doing the right thing. It did seem to be sending the Xbox Live mm. requests to the right device. Um, but then that begs the question, why the fuck is it still not working? It's like, I don't know. Seems really weird. I hate, yeah. it. I hate connect- network connectivity issues like this, because they, they all feel like it just shouldn't be a
2: problem anymore. Just seems like you should try a different router and see see what happens. Yeah, well,
0: see, I was looking at like super fancy ones. Like I started looking at like because wireless AC is now out, which is like it's the new standard past N. Yeah, and it's like super fast. And uh, I was highly I was looking at that, just going, "Oh, this, that maybe this will." Because uh, I was also having problems on uh, this week where I think the Wi-Fi in my router is becoming a problem Uh, because it was reporting that it could only run at a maximum of 6 megs (laughs) which is kind of awful so I noticed it on my work PC which is the other side of the house while I'm trying to upload large quantities of files and it's saying yeah this is going to take half an hour for something that would normally be like a minute and I'm like what the hell is going on so I spent a while trying to troubleshoot that I don't know what's going on so I was looking at these fancy AC routers to try and sort of well maybe this will solve the problem it does sound like it's proper really expensive, shit right, up there. though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. They're proper expensive though. AC routers right now, they're like you need oh, to go, yeah. you need to be a hundred pounds plus or something. Whereas you can, you can probably get by with like a thirty quid oh, yeah. in router these days easily. You can
2: probably pick one up on eBay, super cheap, just to just to see if it works.
0: Yeah, it's highly tempting because j- I do not like this router. I don't like the way it. It's been fine up till recently, but I, the interface has always been such a bastard to use. Mm. it's just the weirdest thing it's like you go to a page about your firewall settings for instance and it's like it will just list stuff it might not be the firewall, some of the pages it will just list you the details of the thing and it's like well I want to change those, where do I go to change those and there's this really sort of awkward looking block of text in the top right that says either overview or configure mode and you have to swap between the mode and then it will show you the config options for some of the stuff maybe and it's it's slow. and It's, oh, it's just rubbish. Fuck you, Technica. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I've ever heard of it. To be honest, I used to be Thompson. I think. Oh right, I've heard of Thompson. That's what my old one was. Yeah, so. it's the, they're the same. Yeah, the, the, like the, the, it is essentially a Thompson router, but it got. The, the, they rebranded the whole lot as Technicolor, so okay. it's it's, the, it's probably the same as the one
2: you had. Yeah. Well, my my old one is really old though. I've had it for years, mm. <laughs> so they've probably changed it since then. Maybe. But, yeah. So, do you have to have a special thing on your router for fiber? Yeah, what? you have a, a BT Open
0: Reach uh, cable modem that goes into a special port in your. House, so for instance, my cable modem is down there, and that's the only place where it can work. Right. Um, and then you have to attach your F, your, your router, with, which is FTTC compatible, via Ethernet to that cable router. Oh, I see. So it's there's two routers basically to make it work. <laughs> and your the uh, you know the second router is the one that actually dials your ISP,
2: and it's. So what does the first one actually do? Is it just transcoding the signal or whatever? I guess, yeah. It must be kind like, of like the blocks you used to get with broadband.
0: Yeah, it must be like a really filter having to do a lot of fancy digital filtering or something. I don't know, because as I say, I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, but it's fiber to the cabinet around here, rather than, yeah. than fiber to the, your house. And so like presumably, and as like they have to do this weird thing with the, like, as I say, that's the only socket that can work on internet now the one next to where we're sitting. And the socket, the other corner of this room is the only one that works with phone now. Hmm. Like, all the other sockets in the house no longer work. (laughs) Great. That's brilliant for your house. Yeah. I was kind of just okay with it at the time, because it's just like, fuck it, I want fibre. And the guys were just like, I don't know how we're going to make this work. Let's just see what happens. (laughs) So like, the engineers didn't even know? No. Great. That seems really bizarre. Yeah. Do all those. Uh, well, I can't th- even get it yet. So well, they never. They, never, they always <laughs> got sort of confused with like with our ADSL setup because we have this like box out the front of the house as well. So in theory, they don't have to come in to change anything. We don't have the concept of a master socket like in this house by there by that definition.
1: So each of the sockets in the house run down to that box out the front?
0: Yeah. Right. And unfortunately you needed the concept of a master socket to make fibre work, hence why they sort of... I think why they had to wire stuff to an individual socket to get stuff to behave. Right. Um, But when we got ADSL installed, this box out the front seemed to confuse people. They were like, I'm not quite (laughs) sure how to make this work, and it took them like several weeks to get it right. More examples of why these new houses are weird for some reason, which is like... Well, I don't think they do that anymore. I think they went for a, I, I think they went for a phase of doing yeah. this thinking it would be easier. But it was a bit of a short sighted idea that no one understands. But
1: that means if all your if all your phone cables lead to that box instead of to a master socket, you can't even pull them out and like rig an Ethernet cord through them. Because <laughs> they'll go outside rather than to a place in your house
0: where you can put an Ethernet Maybe, cable through. Yeah, it depends if they've got proper conduits, I suppose. Dunno. House wiring.
1: Yeah, so you um, so all those sockets are basically complete useless now.
0: Well, yeah, that's the other thing. So if it's the Wi Fi that's at fault, then maybe the X bone is suffering because of the Wi Fi, because mm. I've got that wired up that way. I see. Um,
2: I use which then makes me think, oh, I want. To, for me.
0: Well, yeah, your, your bone's right next. Well, it's not it's too still, big a distance, is it? It's, it's the other side of the room, but it's still. Yeah, it's, you've got one less corner to traverse. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was wondering if, like, perhaps those power link things because people say good things about those yeah like whether that's a good idea mm. get a set of those to run to run those upstairs rather than use wi-fi on my work stuff and so you may hear more about networking central joy in rob's continuing quest to not run a cable around this room i because don't want God's to run cables <laughs> i'm past cables i have enough fucking cables running around
1: and yet, none of those cables are actually important, really.
0: None of those cables are helpful, no, <laughs> apart from the surround sound. That is the most useful set of cables. Barely, though. Really? Barely. How often does sound actually come out of those speakers? All even? the time. Everything is done in surround now. Like a lot, most TV has surround in some way. Like they'll just put crowd noise out the back. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you're watching; they put crowd noise on. <laughs> be a dramatic like period drama and in the background are just real <laughs> <laughs> real
2: so Titanfall you got yeah. anything else? Okay. um no
1: it's yeah. fun I like it <laughs> I think we have met any other games not just more forts. that time
0: <laughs> <laughs> um of 5 again because it's awesome I kind of burnt myself out on that a bit I think like I haven't gone back to it for ages
2: no I, I gave it a rest for a couple of months but now I'm back on it but I'm, I'm way ahead of you and I've I've yeah, had way are. less than you you are yeah
0: but then you just get into stuff and play one game more than yeah. I
2: do I have a busier lifestyle I've been um, <laughs> I've been using the F1 cars and stuff just to see what they were like oh well, I haven't tried those yet it's freaking mental yeah <laughs> <laughs> It is stupidly fast. I tried it without traction control on because I've been trying to do everything without traction control on lately. I yeah,
0: I went back on my plan for that. Some cars are just insane with it off. Well, I, yeah,
2: I've struggled with a few. The F1 cars was one of them. <laughs> that was freaking impossible. I struggled with the what was it? The track day. Yeah, set of I have, cars I've just do... done those ones and they were really hard without it's really traction hard control. a bit off. Yeah, I managed to do it eventually, but I don't think I play on quite as hard as you. I've got my difficulty pretty high. Mine's on, I don't know, one under Expert or something. Is it Expert? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's quite, there's quite a few levels. Yeah. You
0: know. I'm at least 75% up the difficulty tree, I think, when I play. But I used to I used to play with like as much off as I could stand, yeah. like, which was basically everything apart from auto gears. And for a lot of the slower cars, that's absolutely fine. But as soon as you get to the faster cars, I don't think a controller is... Adequate for dealing with that. No. Because it used to be much more, ma- I remember it being much more manageable when I used to play Forza 2 with everything turned off. Like you'd go in a, a 911 or, well, it wasn't a 911, it was those rough versions, the yeah, RUF yeah. versions of Porsches, because no one can get the Porsche license, it seems, apart from Need for Speed. Um, you try those, and because of their ridiculous, heavy butt handling, like they were kind of a, a nightmare to keep straight round corners because they were just. Be going all the time, um, but on a wheel that was kind of fun because you know you very quickly had to learn throttle control for that car. You know, it's a mm-hmm. I just cannot imagine I I've, like on cars that have had that same sort of behaviour. I just cannot imagine me being able to get good enough with a controller to be able to pull that off. You don't have quite the finesse um, of steering and quite the mm-hmm. um, cause, like. I, I turned off after a while the. Was it simulation steering mode as well? Because yeah, I've that, not
2: tried that yet. But I've heard that's pretty stupid. It's, turn that it's off.
0: pretty rough, yeah. Because it's like, I think it does a, when you've got it on normal mode, it's actually doing quite a lot of damping as to, like so when you mash on the stick, that the wheel just doesn't go, yeah, and really it isn't an immediately bit. in the place. So it sort of like pads it out. And if you're going faster, for instance, I think he will turn to that position. I say he, your driver, will turn to the, the point you've like just mashed your controller down to slower. So, and sometimes that's a problem because like sometimes it, it feels like I want to be turning the wheel more than this, but you're taking a while to get there. Mm. So if you're doing like trying to do little feathery adjustments on the stick, he's very quick to go back to neutral, but then takes some time to go back to where you were. So like you, you feather an adjustment and you're actually just driving straight for a while. Um, so I tried simulation mode to try and get around that, but then that just makes it, Way too easy to spin a car because it will snap more to where you want it to be, and then of course, it's like, Well, you, you don't drive like that. Or, oh, spin out. Shoo.
2: Yeah. I still think that's one of the best racing games I've played online. It's just mental. I love it. It's just so funny. It's so anarchic. Yeah, but that's why I love it. It's just hilarious it's not proper racing that's what I love it's just mental I'm not sure that's
0: what I go in for when I play Forza no I go in for it because I quite I get I I quite like the challenge of trying to race well oh but you can and nobody fucking
2: does (laughs) yeah but you can still do that but you just gotta go in with a mentality that someone's probably gonna fuck you up but if you're okay with that then it's fine but then the problem with like
0: that mentality is is then you end up becoming it like yes,
2: it, you do, yeah. It, like if
0: you go and go into it thinking, Well, someone's probably gonna fuck fuck me up, you go into it with the mentality, Well, I'm probably gonna fuck someone up. So the thing <laughs> is you, so do. You, just, you you
2: just do. do it. But you do even when you don't want to sometimes. That's just yeah. racing. Well like it's yeah. like
0: there was the occasion
2: like when you and I f-
0: managed to finally get into a party together at one point and we're just casually driving along. And there was one point where you were sort of knocking into the side of me on a straight and I and it's like, Kips, that's me. Get we were sort of had this gentleman's pact, <laughs> yeah. Like, not not to screw each other up and like you're just sort of casually wedging me off the road <laughs> slowly, and then you can just hear Jamie in the background going, "What are you doing, you idiot?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is. It's just really fun. I, I, we, when um, when Jamie's back next time, we have to get on there and play. For, all right, Because so. right. it's awesome. I love it. I mean, it is annoying when you get taken out, but you just have to sort of accept it. Mm. I mean, the races aren't long enough for it to really matter anyway. Well, some long can be. Uh, the full Le Mans circuit
0: is quite epic and that's the other thing some of the cars are, are like and some of the that the races allow you to pick are sometimes just that little bit too varied hmm. you know even within the like top spec of a class bracket it's just like the race doesn't doesn't sometimes feel close enough because of the differences in the cars and it's like maybe the game needs more options about how to manage its like rooms so it's like Uh, random car mode where it puts everyone in the same random car would be kind of cool. Mm.
2: That would be cool.
0: But one of the best things we always used to do with Forza 1 and Forza 2 was just all mini fights on the most complicated circuits the game had to offer. (laughs) They were all great.
2: They were just a right laugh. Well, you could still do it in a private lobby. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I think they should need to embrace... Well, they do like, they do like, special ones around the game, but I don't know what the fuck
0: they are of oh, but... it. I think they just they, they, they haven't been inventive enough with their game types. So it's like, I, I I want to see them go a bit crazy. I want to see them do, as I say, just little things like that that, would, that the game would already support. I think would be fine. Like, well, I haven't tried any of the party ones like Tag and stuff. I haven't. Yeah, they just sound dumb. <laughs> yeah.
2: So Forza? Forza's awesome. <laughs> Can't I still, wrong with that. I, I still prefer it over GT. Oh, definitely. I I played GT five before the Xbox came out. Have you played GT five or got- granted my five? Yeah. Have you tried six? I'm not tried six. You've not tried six. Okay. But I thought five was.
0: Five has gone off.
2: I, I barely touched it because it was just terrible. How much of that music could you bear? <laughs> well, it was funny for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. It's but, funny, to be fair. For a while. Forza's music's no better. <laughs> no, but you, at least you don't. Not any longer. But at least it's sort of
0: inoffensive, whereas like the GT5 music was just flat out ear wrenching. <laughs> it, would, it would reach out of the telly, grab both of my lobes and like pull them down and ping them back towards my face. They were, was that bad. <laughs> okay. Well, we did, we did vote it, the Silent Cast worst music. You- yeah,
1: but let's be honest, when we're voting something the, the something of a year, it tends to be between like the one thing we can remember and one thing we haven't seen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very accurate. I don't know, we had, we had Sonic 4 to put that up against. <laughs> Both
2: were pretty good candidates.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> I've
2: heard the Yoshi's Island new one, of that has got the worst music for a long time. Well, if, it, if, it's any like, terrible. if it's anything like how badly they tried to update the
1: graphics, then yeah, I imagine it is. <laughs> really? yeah. If they tried to do the same thing to the old music in the new musical style, it's probably pretty
2: shocking. Yeah, well, from what I've heard, every level has the same melody. It's slightly different, with like different setting of the music or whatever, but, yeah, the, but that, the melody's like. terrible, so it's like, oh, great.
0: Do they do the uh, new Super Mario things, of, like where every other thing has to be a <laughs> blah,
3: blah? <laughs> I
1: don't remember the thing, blah, blah. But... <laughs> no, I think they saved that one for just the Mario. Oh, good. <laughs>
0: but that's quite amusing, though. Blah, <laughs> blah. <laughs> because all the um, Coopers and stuff go <laughs> blah, blah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't ever really played any of the new ones with any... Well, me and we were
2: playing the original one
0: what on the the Wii, Wii or the one. Oh, the Wii one
2: right yeah. that's pretty funny we've got to like the seventh world or something super hard I always just shit I don't, I don't like if I get <laughs> a Wii U I or you're just, just killing each other <laughs> there is that as well
0: if I do get a Wii U I do kind of want to get both the 2D and 3D Mario games just to sort of yeah. see where yeah, they've gone cool. if you know what I mean because you know like the, we have this massive problem with the like the new Super Mario series because they're just not crazy inventive compared to you know new Super Mario as, as a concept. Fine, I'm all okay with that. I just don't like necessarily that the the, the, innova- the lack of innovation they've done over like the last three or four variants. <laughs> they're gonna... just shitting them out, basically. yeah.
2: <laughs> bah bah. <laughs> but it's Mario and it's fun. Doesn't really matter if it's the same shit. It's still fun. Yeah. I else you got? Uh, PVZ, I guess. Are you still playing that? Still yeah. playing that. Still I finally p- got a custom character. Oh, which one did you get? I got Fireflower. Oh, the Fireflower. I've not got that one. It's pretty cool. I got the Fire Cactus. He's awesome. The Fire Cactus. I just love, like... It's, it's got the, the best... Uh, if Titanfall had something like PVZ does with the booster pack thing, it'd be the best thing ever. More of a reason to...
0: Keep playing it. To get locked in. That's, that's your problem with Titanfall, isn't it? That's all... Zach, I suppose the, the progression stuff just isn't. There's is just not enough. It's just like I,
1: I don't agree with the prestiging thing, which is like I don't want to unlock all the same stuff again. That doesn't. That's not actually appealing. It's <laughs> yeah, like but an you, anti-unlock. You don't have to do it though, do you? No. But then it feels like you're wasting it. Through it. <laughs> but it's,
2: <laughs> it's the problem. There's not
0: enough. Sh- it, I think it works more better in COD because there's so much stuff. Yeah. That, that you know you can take a different route through it the second time. But and,
2: even so with card with type all, with anything really you normally stick to the guns you like anyway well yeah but that would that wouldn't be so much of a problem type Titanfall if it wasn't the first gun <laughs> yeah. yeah well for me it's not because I love the OMG the best yeah probably and, well, and I can't... you get that at like level 47 <laughs> yeah <is> like... <laughs> that's, that's like the opposite where it's yeah. like the gun you want is
1: the
0: last one you unlock before you reset it and lose it <laughs> well,
2: the fairness, I did have them
0: cod blobs didn't it where like the, the last one was the AM94 our, our, yeah, yeah our favourite assault rifle is the bloody last one um, but like oh, it luckily, gives you more of an incentive to stick with a gun anyway though because you know the le- the gun the level yeah. yeah
2: but you also got the permanent unlock which meant you could keep a gun you liked yeah. even when you prestige so you reach, the- reach level 50 and just keep that AN rope, just, Yeah, just have it the next time you're like yep this is much better uh, to be fair though I used quite a lot of different guns and yeah. so I had like a different setup for every map pretty much <laughs> Uh, was, I wasn't that bad, but I did used to vary it quite a bit. Whereas, yeah, well, yeah, we talked about it before. Moving on. PvZ. PvZ, yes, good fun. Like, yeah, as I was saying, the booster pack thing, I wish Titanfall had that sort of aspect where you can, you get random packs or whatever, mm. and you get customised stuff. Like, you could get... I, like- I
0: kind of wish that loop was a bit quicker. Like, you know, so it didn't take so many games to earn enough yeah. for one of the nicer packs, but...
2: I like that. I guess system. that's the hook, though. Yeah, because you, you always going yeah. to unlock something cool eventually. It doesn't the characters.
0: It doesn't give you duplicates, does it? Apart no, from, you never. Apart get from the duplicates. consumables, so that works pretty well. There's Probably. just so much as well.
2: Yeah, they added over a hundred recently as well. Oh
0: god! <laughs>
2: <laughs> and there's new abilities per character now as well. Oh man! So you can unlock more. You know, like, you've got the Chili Bomb, you can unlock a, a different version of the Chili Bomb now.
0: Oh, and then what, they're, they're also this, options, are they? You have
2: to get them in booster packs, yeah, and then you can fair. choose. So does it behave like,
0: oh, you can choose to swap that out for the different behaving...
2: Yeah, so there's different versions of those now as well for every character. I can't
0: remember. I'm constantly surprised by how PvZ are handling it. Like, the, the free updates... It's kind of a new thing, I suppose, for what is a budget title... On so a wasn't. console. It's like, yeah, it's great. can <laughs> be wrong, but you would never see this from, if from any other game, really. Well, think, unless, unless, like, like a, a MOBA came out or something on a console or if Monday Night Combat was back and didn't charge for DLC, you know, that kind of thing.
2: I honestly think that any multiplayer-only game should... When it's adding stuff, it should be free, unless it's something cosmetic.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because the problem with map packs is they always kind of they fragment the community, that's the issue yeah and I've hated that you're either in or you're out and it's like, no one has really beaten, for me anyway, the Halo 2 model was always, I thought, the way to do it, which is sure, if you're super enthusiastic about it like we were at the time um, charge for the map packs but then a few months down the line Mm. free them up so it's like so if you're really into it or something you can buy into it like we did and then in the in the knowledge that when the next one comes out the first one's going to be free and it's a uh, for and I reckon that's a fine model for most people. I mean the whole it comes out early on Xbox thing has driven the community I guess to Xbox. And yeah.
2: It's, it's like it's one of the factors. It's I not would the only really? Because factor. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is probably my favourite multiplayer game in a very long time. I would like to play the other maps, but I'm not paying. Their prices.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the map pack prices are dumb.
2: Especially this long after it's released. It's yeah. like it's a dead game now. You know, they don't support it anymore. Mm-hmm. They could at least, you know, make them at least a little bit cheaper. It's just as a sort of a goodwill gesture, isn't it? It's... Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know why that ever stopped. It's like. Like even the Modern Warfare 2 or 3 maps are still the same price they were when they released.
0: I don't, this is a, a conjecture, but do you reckon people just go back and play older games more often? And so like, they feel like they can keep charging for things like the add-ons. Probably. Because like, not every game gets a GOTY edition that obviously solves this problem, where you just get everything. In most cases. Except for Burnout Paradise, the, you know, that where it's like bundle pack, like doesn't actually have the final DLC for some reason,
2: <laughs> and there's still stuff you have to buy. I don't know. I just don't think there's any harm in giving it away for free. After while. yeah. Especially like as I say, like once you've moved on to the next game in the franchise or whatever, there's no reason to care at that point. surely.
0: Once again. Everyone needs to take a long, hard look at Halo,
2: <laughs> specifically Halo Two, because they did drop that idea in three onwards. Well, I'd quite like a game to come out where, um, where it's multiplayer only or whatever, but the maps are like Forge maps, so you could never. Yeah, what charge if, why for has maps? Forge not
0: been more copied?
2: Yeah, like, Forge was awesome. Like you could just make a game that's its maps are entirely made in this like forge style thing
0: that's kind of a de- dead art isn't it the map editor for like uh, shooters like I'm trying to think what the last console based shooter other than Halo was that actually attempted that and the one, the only one I can think of is Timespear 3 hmm had a pretty good one
2: it just seems like a great idea for a multiplayer game because you, you could always make new maps Never awesome. have to charge for them, and just instantly change the rotate map rotation. Yeah, without having to download anything because it's all using in-game yeah. assets. Constant assets. It was
0: yeah.
2: I mean, it might be quite boring aesthetically, but well, as Forge was. But yeah, yeah but it'd be awesome because the Forge maps are pretty cool most of the time. Mm.
0: I, yeah, I'm with you. I think it is a an underdeveloped concept.
2: That was awesome, like in Halo Reach, because there's always changing out the Forge maps in rotation. Yeah, so you always had like new maps every now and Fair, then. fairly
0: regularly. Yeah, I. there wasn't really much Forge stuff in four, was
2: there? There was a little bit, but it was mostly mostly not Forge. Hmm.
0: I hope, they, yeah, I hope the three, four, three kind of realised <laughs> the importance of that stuff because Reach nailed it and.
2: Yeah, Reach is still my favourite. I never really got into Four as much as I thought. I, would. I got him. I didn't
0: get into Four as much as I thought, but I do prefer it. Like conceptually, I think it's better. I I think I had a problem with some of the map design
2: in places. But my issue with Four was the fact that they got rid of a lot of the things I loved about it, which was like you have to pick up the weapons instead of like oh four, yeah they went have, they went loadout then you have loadouts and you instantly got the best weapon pretty much yeah it was annoying <laughs> that
0: they they didn't. That would have been fine for a game mode because you know some of Halo's game modes always were like are like SWAT or something yeah. where everyone starts with the weapons you need to be able to play it. But yeah, it's a bit annoying that they didn't. The classic game type wasn't there
2: because that was part of the fun of Halo Reach on some of the levels was battling for the, the shotgun or yeah that.
0: exactly you, you you hunt you you sort of lock down those areas of the map because you know that's where the power things are going to be yeah
2: or the sword or the sniper or something you knew where... Oh your yeah, sword's still a thing isn't it but... yeah yeah but. Like, I but, it, or
0: is it in... It, that's not even a thing, is it
2: in... Sword is there, yeah. But is it... I don't know, I don't know how I you get remember. it. I can't remember. Was it an ordinance? Probably, oh. yeah. I don't like that ordinance because I like the idea of fighting for the rocket launcher. Or a... Yeah. They
0: tried some new things, I'm not sure it worked. They tried the COD model in Halo, and I'm not sure it totally works.
2: It was still a good game, but it just wasn't as fun. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, there was some. It was slicker in a lot of ways
2: than so some of the previous ones. The other problem I have with it is it killed split screen multiplayer basically because yeah, the frame rate was too impossible to play it. It did. Well,
0: yeah, Halo Halo Four was one of those games where it was just like, how is the Xbox doing this in the first place? It looks better than what you should expect from that console, really, in places. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of impressive. Uh, yeah, you got going to play anything else there? Are you done? I'm probably done. So probably are... other stuff, but I can't remember. PvZ is still <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, well, I played Gnome mode. I got, we got around to doing that on PvZ. We haven't talked about that. It's like, pretty cool. Yeah. It turns out it's uh, I was wrong in our conjecture about it being a multi-flag mode and that it's neutral bomb, really. Neutral bomb with multiple bomb spots. Like obliteration. or. Oh. Maybe we did talk about this, I'm remembering that conversation. Well, we talked about it, I don't know if we uh, talked about it the Yeah, but it works really well.
2: It's good fun. Yeah. It, but again, it's entirely based on team balance.
0: <laughs> I guess, but the teams are quite large, so it's never necessarily a lot. It's a, lot, yeah, it's a lot better
2: than, say, something like Titanfall.
0: Yeah, you're less susceptible to like one guy bringing the team down, I suppose. I that's the one thing, the only people you end up really hearing in Pants vs. Zombies are the the kids with their parents trying yeah. to explain that's a flower. <laughs> no, no, that's a cactus. I kinda think. It's Sometimes. a pretty
2: it's a pretty hardcore game, really. Yeah. It almost shouldn't be. But it works. <laughs> like it's super hard to get kills half the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an easy game half the time, it's good. It's good, it's good, it's good. It's good. It's good.
0: It's good. Come on, Jacob, what have you got? What have I got? What you got? Uh,
1: several things. <laughs> several. All
0: right, that's good to hear. Right, what have I been doing? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, the first thing, which I guess was the only actually new thing, was the, 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 that NASA asteroid redirection mission for k space from k out. Oh, yeah. What's that like? Sponsored by NASA. With A- NASA actually? logos. Hmm. You can have the NASA like as your flag now, legitimately, rather than just putting it in yourself. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> Which is obviously what everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not as difficult as I thought it would be. Because hmm. it was just like... Well, I mean, I did it in sandbox, so I didn't have to research the equipment, and I didn't have to make do with what I had or whatever.
3: Because
1: hmm. it turned out when I loaded up my career mode that I had been playing previously at about the point where I was at in the tech tree was where you unlock the grabbing device right? although maybe not all the other bits and pieces that would have been appropriate for that kind of rocket so I just went into Sandbox built a rocket that I thought would probably do it launched it flew it found a nearby asteroid flew to it grabbed it brought it back to orbit put it in orbit and then I was like well that was fairly easy surprisingly <laughs> did it first try on a C-class asteroid which is like the middle sized one mm. I imagine the bigger ones would be quite difficult because even with that C-class it was like that made as soon as you grab onto it it's just like <laughs> you've just made your ship hella heavy <laughs> so your your acceleration is incredibly low and your turning is incredibly
0: slow yeah I imagine
1: So yeah, that was weird.
0: So so when you're not in sandbox mode, does that play like, you have to start from scratch, but you have a certain time limit until things hit the planet? No, it doesn't care about things hitting the planet.
1: Like, the asteroids seem to be randomly spawned, and like, about a quarter of them will be hitting the planet. Right. (laughs) Doesn't really give a shit. (laughs) And the other thing is like, unless you're actually, I don't think you can actually look at the asteroids unless you're, I don't think you can actually just look at them. Unlike stuff like planets and moons you can where you can focus the camera or your other ships, of course, where you can go and look at them. It's like you can't focus the camera onto an asteroid. Hmm. So you can't watch an asteroid crashing to the planet. I see. Exactly. Unless you happen to be attached to it at the time, of course. Hmm. So yeah. That was that's kind of weird. I think that would be better I mean they could Surely it wouldn't be that difficult to make it so it only so it doesn't randomly generate them colliding with the planet, except for occasionally, and then makes that a big deal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Might be a direction for the career mode to take. Isn't yeah, there?
1: exactly. Or make it so like, or or like weight it so that mostly only small asteroids hit the planet. Hmm. At first, yeah, exactly. Then eventually there'll be the big one, and you'll yeah. be like, oh shit! Sure, you, you better be ready. Hmm to get out there and divert this thing. The hardest part of it was like, was the docking procedure really, because I'd, I'd eventually arranged my orbits and it was like, so I was fucking around with trying to get the orbit to intercept. And the first problem is because the asteroids are so incredibly tiny, like actually getting you next to them is incredibly fiddly. Even they now made it so that when you were hovering the mouse over one of the nodes on the on the maneuver adjustment thing. You can now mouse wheel to do like precision adjustments. Mm. But even with that, it's like it's such an incredibly tiny target. You're making tiny adjustments and it's still like it's also maybe not accurate enough in like the predictive simulation. So like you'll adjust something and the because when I was adjusting the final approach, it's like as you scroll up or down the speed or or whatever you're changing to approach, it'll be like your, your closest approach marker will, like, step up the line, and then it will step up the line again, and then it will just reset, and then it will step up again. And, it will, and it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to really know what the fuck it's trying to do. Huh. But I eventually got my closest intercept down to, like, 32 kilometers, and I was like, well, that's pretty fucking close. <laughs> so I ran that. But the trouble with the asteroids is, is that because they're so tiny, they don't have any gravitational well so you're doing like a totally free space docking I see right. so even coming it, even though I had a closest approach of like 32 kilometers, because there was no gravity well to go into I just I pretty much just had to do it by eye at that point because I was like once it got to like 50 kilometers out I just had to switch into actual so I could see it mm-hmm. and then be like use the nav ball because you can when, you're, when you've got a target it puts a, like a dot on the nav ball that points yeah, yeah, towards yeah. where the target is but it, what it, what would make it much much easier is if there was some kind of like relative speed point on the navball because it tells you your speed, like it, so it shows you the direction you're going and the anti direction you're going and where the tar- the dot
0: of the thing that where if you point towards it you'll be pointing towards it. But what you actually need is like something that tells you. It's and you can oh, you, right, a bit like you know in, in a fighting game where you had the lead
1: yeah because it's like you can set the speed marker to tell you the relative speed to target but that doesn't give you a vector mm. so it's like oh it's moving at two hundred meters a second I guess towards me because it's getting closer mm. so then I just had to sort of eyeball it and try and like burn myself in the right direction to to get rid of all that speed so I could actually just turn around and do a normal docking maneuver onto it
3: mm.
1: it's like that was probably the hardest part of that. <laughs> But I totally got it. So it was fine, and it was surprisingly—I—I I didn't think it was going to be so easy to actually get it into orbit once I did that, because I picked one that was on a collision course. Because I was like, "Well, why
0: wouldn't you? Let's do this for real. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's do this the hardcore way." Even though, even though towards the end of this, like by the time I was bringing this one into orbit, I noticed, "Oh look, there's another one on the map." <laughs> 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 so it just casually crashes while I was busy manoeuvring. <laughs> it was like, "I don't mind." <laughs> Yeah, but then, so I got, once I grabbed it, and then, like, it, because it was in a, because it was, like, such a, if it hadn't been colliding with the planet, it would have been moving, you know, so fast past it, it barely would have interacted anyway. So it's like, you don't have to do much burn adjustment to actually get it to miss the planet, and then once you've got it to miss the planet, you can make it go into the planet's sphere of influence at such a far distance from the planet that you don't even have to slow it down much to get it into an orbit. Right, right. So once I did that, and then it was just a matter of how much fuel do I have left for to see how close I could get it to the planet to make its orbit smaller, hmm. use the moon for a braking shot and mm-hmm. <laughs> do it that way. And I eventually got it, I, I got it all the way down into like regular-ass low orbit, the kind of orbit that I'd usually put a space station in. With some fuel to spare. And I was like, well, there you go. Just just waiting to collide with your space station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Supposedly, there's some kind of new... <coughs> I mean, fairly obviously, there's like... If you're playing in career mode, you can get new science from the asteroids. <laughs> new science. Although I don't know what kind of science. Presumably, just like... If you put an EVA curve up there, you can probably take a surface sample or something. Mm. Get some rock. Because you can't actually land on it, of course, because it doesn't have a gravity well. Mm.
0: You could just grab it. <laughs> it's made of. It was made of iron. Then maybe you could like. Have magnetic <laughs> boots to. Yeah, I don't think they're actually big enough for
1: that. I don't know. I haven't seen the big, big ones. Hmm. I haven't seen the small ones. Either. I only did this one medium one. That's why I was kind of disappointed that you can't just look at them because hmm. I can't actually see what these are. Like. You know You just
0: have to go up in space and hope you, you spot one. Or?
1: Well, no, it's like they appear as like unknown objects in the tracking station, and then okay. so it doesn't clutter your view. You can cho- You can like scan them to see where they're going, and then choose whether to retain that information or not. Right. So you can have it persist. Hmm. So you can actually keep track of ones
0: that you're interested in. So presumably when your ship is on its way, you could cut back to the tracking station and rescan, could you, and then... well, It doesn't really make any difference <laughs> at that point because you've, once you've seen it, its orbit, you know where it's going to be. It doesn't change. So yeah, I did that. Cool. It's nice to see that they're sort of adding sort of like, I don't know, mission-y sort of things. <laughs> well, kind of, apart from like... That it's like it's a
1: standalone scenario. Well, I mean, I didn't actually play the NASA missions, which are well. The thing is, the NASA, the, the scenarios that they built out for this thing don't seem to be like well, sort of the way all the, the few scenarios that exist in the game are. There, it's like it's not actually the the good parts of the mission. It's like your ship is already 50 kilometers away from the asteroid Drive it forwards until you attach. <laughs>
3: hmm.
1: Like that's not the hard part or the interesting part it's like launching and getting into orbit and then matching orbits so that's actually the difficult part of that mission. <laughs> so yeah obviously career mode should be a bit more hardcore than that because mm. you'll actually have to do all the stages up to that point. Yeah yeah
0: I'd have to go through the, the room while I'm getting the right science. Yeah exactly.
1: So yeah that was the head and I also played quite a lot more Bravely Default because chugging through the various (laughs) well it's like I got I got through the second world into the third world (laughs) naturally and right at the end of the second world it's someone someone finally basically pointed out the thing that I sort of figured out ages ages ago where it's like the fairy is the real enemy except of course that was an enemy saying that so you were like what are you talking about (laughs) we don't believe you you are (laughs) lying Actually, well, he sort of, the guy sort of was like, where's the fairy? I'm going to assassinate the fairy. And it's just like, that's not... That's just sort of obvious. It's like, don't bother fighting these incredibly difficult-to-kill humans. Just stab the fucking fairy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tiny, defenseless, fancy-ass <laughs> thing. But yeah, it's becoming slightly more, like... Finally, some people some part, people in your team are starting to become vaguely suspicious of the fairy. Where it's like, maybe we shouldn't just do what this thing
0: tells us to do all the time. <laughs> maybe <laughs> someone should, like, question it. Yeah. Perhaps ask people why they want to kill the fairies. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Would that help? So that's finally starting to happen a little bit. And now we're in the third world. And there's slightly fewer bosses in the third world, it seems. Hmm. Even though all I'm doing is the bosses. Like, I'm not even bothering... I've just got my encounter rate turned to zero the whole time now. Because I don't need... Apparently I don't need to level up. And, like, a few of these bosses I've been completely owning where it's just, like... They're just not even touching me.
3: Hmm.
1: I'm just using the same tactic, the the one (laughs) tactic that I've developed now where it's just, like, point everyone at the counter guy (laughs) and just have him counter them to (laughs) them. So, yeah I've been doing that and then the third world seems to be the nice world <laughs> or at least that's what it looks like is that why the bosses are so panty maybe well, I, they aren't Just actually trying to lick you to death well I guess they aren't really any different is the thing mm. I've already thought that they don't seem to have changed at this point they're not any harder and they they're also not I think the fourth world is where they start pairing up different different bosses where you get, like, multiple bosses at the same time, or different combos. So you're still not sure whether that there's a way to just get out of this loop? Well, I like, accidentally actually... spoiled myself on that. It looks like there is a way, but it's like the bad ending. Uh, okay. So it's like, oh, well, fuck that then. <laughs> okay,
0: do it properly. <laughs> Go for
1: the true ending. It's actually, I probably wouldn't have even realised, because it's, it's one of those classic sort of choices that aren't explicit in the game... Right. but sort of vaguely hinted at. Because it's like, you do... The whole thing you're doing is going around and l- lighting up these crystals, and it's like a button-mashing sequence, basically, where it's like, mash X until, the, until it lights up, mm. <laughs> I, I guess. But then the thing is, so... so where th- are we going it's um, Sort of, not really. Yeah. I mean, if you care about how this bad ending happens. But it's just like, from all the way through the game... You, you're going to these temples and lighting up the crystals and the fairy is like okay you have to do this you pray to the crystal until I tell you to stop <laughs> and then you know <laughs> to itself sounds weird well yeah I guess and then you, so it's like just mash the button until the, the sequence ends basically and that makes sense and then, so but then like so what you're actually meant to do to get the bad ending is after the after you've lit the crystal up and the fairy is like that's enough stop there's a bit where basically the where it hang it sort of hangs on that scene for a second or two mm. after that text box has disappeared, and what it doesn't tell you is you can keep mashing the button at that point and blow the crystal up. Oh, uh, overpray. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's but there's no prompt or anything, hmm. and it's just like there's no <laughs> there's nothing happening. There's no way you would have known that hmm. unless you sort of for some reason intuited that you could deliberately disobey that <laughs> rule.
0: And you just have to blow one, and then yeah, and then it skips into this bad
1: ending. Mm. It's just like that's weird and dumb, but you know I don't care. I'm going for the good ending, which means I have to get through another fucking two or three worlds. Great. <laughs> I think this chapter eight is the end of the game, and I'm on chapter six now, so two more at least, four worlds. <laughs> I still haven't got the last job though, so there's still that to get. Mm and yeah uh, as I said I'm blazing for it now it's just like none of these bosses can possibly stop me apart from when I forget what the special like what the special feature of a boss is it's oh, like okay, oh right. this
0: guy has charm shit I should have put charm resistance on yeah. this is just going to make this a lot more inconvenient I and mean, you haven't prepared your team for it you mean it's yeah. just a... yeah this sort of like a whole phase sounds vaguely disappointing to me <laughs> given how strong the game sounded up until this multi-world stuff well it's just like they Because they did run... It basically ran out of, like, new enemies
1: and stuff. But also, weirdly, you don't seem to have... I guess, good that they didn't make you grind anymore. Mm. Because it's like they didn't make any more content for you to grind on. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it would have been very interesting.
1: (laughs) On the other hand, the, like, super bosses that you get in your town... I... I like, all of them, apart from one in my town, are level 99, so I can't do them yet, because I'm only, like, level 77. But the one in my town that's level 70 is still way, well too hard at level 77. Hmm. I haven't worked out quite what the tactic for that one is yet. It just seems to just, just like, have super damage output. And it's, like, half magic and half physical, which is the worst combo. Because hmm. <laughs> you can't, can't defend against so, both. Sort of resistant,
0: uh, presumably sort of resistant to both, or...?
1: yeah maybe I don't think I haven't really fought him long enough to see what his pattern is or what his like counter skills are because that's it, that was the problem with the last one of those super bosses I did where it had that stupid where it just gains brave points every time you fucking hit it yeah <laughs> it, that sounded bad it was a pain in the ass so yeah I might eventually get through the rest of that game so still going yep. bravely the fun how many hours would you say you've been playing it I think it's over a hundred jeez <laughs> I think I probably got to the first of the loops at like 70-ish. It was a pretty long game, although maybe I maybe I did do some more grading than was necessary, maybe, because I liked levelling up the jobs
0: and yeah, yeah. seeing what they had. Figuring out what's a, their <laughs> passive or the top-level yeah. stuff.
1: Getting, getting at least one of them to level 14 each time. So yeah, that was that. And then I also played quite a lot of Minecraft again, because I... I found another mod that I was interested in, Mm -hmm. which is like this space mod where you can like build a rocket ship and fly to the moon. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) because space, space (laughs) yeah, exactly. Suddenly, space all over the place. (laughs) So, I was, but of course, what actually what I actually did was not go to the moon. I just spent forever fucking collecting resources and building a base, as always. Every time I do anything in Minecraft, It's like I have this grand plan. To, I've never actually completed Minecraft, like actually gone to the end and beat the dragon. Because every time I start doing it, I'm just like, well, I need to collect these resources and build this base, <laughs> and then I get distracted because I'm like, I want to do this not like as well as I can. Mm. So, yeah, maxing the start game, yeah so i was trying to and actually the like all building the rocket ship and stuff does take a fucking lot of resources Mm. so even though i'd like to do it i still haven't actually got enough iron or whatever because i just need to go mine some more Mm. but then that's not actually that interesting it's like oh shit i just have to mine some more (laughs) rather than doing the fun things yeah the mine part of minecraft is not where the fun is (laughs) no not exactly (laughs) Makes me wish I had all the other mods that I had, like Equivalent Exchange and stuff, so I could just build the stupid Uber tools oh, yeah. and explode my way for a manager real <laughs> quick. Oh man, this are funny. Tunnel, go. Yeah. Whoops. That was the best tool. It's like I wish every go had... It's like every... It's like this, what people were saying about Starbound and I think to some extent Terrera as well, is like, you have your pickaxe or whatever in Starbound, and it mines like a three-by-three three block at, at once. Right, right. But your character is four squares tall. Oh. So it's exactly inconvenient for if you just want to dig a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? i always dig two. <laughs> So obviously people modded, <laughs> made modern tools that are like the special tunnel digging tool that digs a 4x4 square. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Perfect.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So you can I ask, or just, those, just those two, I mean we dipped our toe in Guild Wars but nothing really happened Yeah, though. and Team Fortress mm-hmm. and all the regular stuff. Yeah.
1: Uh, what I did do in Minecraft that was sort of more interesting, like since, since, I hadn't played it for quite a while so some things have actually changed, but the... <laughs> It's one of those things that I find really annoying about,
3: because
1: this is one of my stupid problems, with, with like, randomly generated games, is I like randomly generated stuff, like, in theory, in in the concept of, like, having a randomly generated world to explore and stuff. Mm. It's like, that's awesome. But what I don't like is when randomly generated stuff is, like, too random, and it generates stuff badly, (laughs) So it's like when you've got a, like a village in Minecraft, and it's like oh, it's just like randomly put some houses around. It's like that's great in theory, apart from when it's dumb and it's like oh, these houses cliff into each other, or like this one's halfway off a cliff, or half on oh, the ground, yeah. or something. It's like because then then what I then I have to go and sort that out. So <laughs> like I'm just editing the randomly generated stuff to make it nice. I, I got to terraform your house, bitch. <laughs> And so I find that really annoying. So then one of the things they added in one of the later patches of Minecraft is you can you get zombie villagers, which are different from regular zombies. No, I heard about that. Yeah. But you can transform them back into normal villagers by doing this. You have to hit them with a potion of weakness and then feed them a gold golden apple and then keep them locked up until they transform back. Hmm. But then that basically means you can make a village wherever you want. So I was like... Well, that's sweet because then I don't have to build these shitty randomly generated buildings <laughs> like, I can build my own perfectly laid out <laughs> <laughs> so I spent yeah, but- um, spent way too long doing that as well I assume you can't just carry the dudes to a dude vacation like, yeah. like your houses supposedly you can sort of jit that by like just building a, like, a passageway of doors because they all they look for the, to detect whether a village exists is basically a door which has an inside and an outside yeah, but- <laughs> so if you just build a door and one block above it to make an inside <laughs> you can just build like a chain of doors into the middle of nowhere and they will like figure that that's part of the village and then you can destroy the the doors, and then they'll gradually shift their village into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yep. So, yeah, I did that. That was Minecraft, and that's it, I guess.
0: All right, we're running long, so well, naturally, I'm getting proper tired. Yeah, I've noticed. So uh, I, I'll skip over most of what most of what we've been playing has already been covered in the Titanfall stuff. Oh right, yeah, um, I need sort of finish my runs on papers, please. Yeah. It's like none of those endings are really particularly happy. Happy as you <laughs> would well, expect. I haven't found a good ending. Like essentially, it's all the ends in disaster either way, or you being a bastard and escaping to a foreign country, leaving your family behind. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's ways like of, I didn't that I didn't realize. There's ways of that are quite clever of you being able to forge other passports to bring the rest of your family if you want but it doesn't spell it out to you it's not particularly clear it's like but when someone explained to me how that actually works or how you could do that it's like ah that's clever why didn't i think of that kind of thing (laughs) um so it does some it does some neat things and there are ways of like where you can sort of bend like, if you do, if you sort of half do what people ask of you but don't go the whole way, then that can end up in some interesting results. Like, one of the Isaac guys asks you to kill a guy basically at one point, but you can choose not to, or you can choose to trank him instead. And then that makes the endings that result play out in slightly different ways. And they've sort of thought that stuff through a little. Mm. And you get, came, I came across some more of these interesting sort of mini challenges. Where like people that sort of for some reason talk to you about something or give you something, and then there's a way of getting an achievement or something for handing it to an appropriate person, handing the thing they randomly given you to someone else, and it's like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. That's that's handy, thanks. So yeah, I think I'm done with it now. <laughs> basically, I got like a, a, a few of the endings after experimenting a little bit, but I think a few of them you have to kind of be committed from the start to achieve something, right? Or a few of them are probably just outright lose conditions, like your family are dead or something. You didn't heat your house at all. <laughs> they all caught pneumonia and died. Stuff like that. <laughs> um, or say if you played through ignoring all the music guys all the time and were just like, I'm not going to help you, but I need your money, so I'm going to get poor and die or something. Right. <laughs> there must be other ways of doing it that... I just can't be asked to play for another four or five hours to figure out. Uh, but it was cool; it was a cool time, and that music never gets old. Naturally. <laughs> <That> <laughs> so, uh, so the other real, the only real other thing to talk about, I guess, is I played through there. I played. <laughs> oh you played, you I played blah, through blur. I, <laughs> I played through brothers.
1: Right. I don't, I, I
0: don't know why I have a problem saying that. Played through brothers. There you go, that's sort of it. <laughs> uh I quite like that game. It's Thanks. like it doesn't ever do anything particularly complex with its mechanics, I guess, but it's sort of constantly a little bit surprising how they do. You know, it's like every every area is just that little bit different and you're doing stuff in a slightly different way and it keeps it kind of interesting and fresh and some of the areas are kind of interesting like the canyon of the giants I won't, won't say anymore um, right and, but it, get, it, it does get its claws in you man like some of the moments in that game it's hard to I don't know I found it real touching it's like it's cheese yeah. but it's well executed cheese
2: <laughs> well it's super cheesy and it's pretty predictable well yeah you can see where it's going, like all the time, but it's like it still
0: manages to portray itself in a pretty damn good way. I, I don't know, as, as annoying and hilarious as I thought it was at first, the sort of soundtrack involving that vocal part where it's someone basically going <laughs> all the time, like they're, they're, like everything is a like, <laughs> like some sort of, I don't know if you what you want to call it, some crazy vocals. Focal? Focal, okay. focal style. Yeah. Yeah. folk style. Or something. Uh, it does kind of work. And it's, you know, the stuff with the weird flying creature and it's... Yeah, it's touching. It works. And some of the achievements are kind of clever as well. Like, the 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 just the, some of them are kind of obvious what you have to do, but others are slightly less obvious and sort of just happen. And you're like, oh, right, okay, I see what you did there. That's kind of cool. one of the birds was nice. And, like, i you probably could have skipped over that one completely I think I missed most of them I did go back and like it's become the only Steam game apparently I have complete achievements for like I've got them all because I went back and did them and figured them out and it's a yeah it's a cool game it's a cool game Um, doesn't outstay it's welcome I'm Uh, not sure it's worth the acclaim people give it though I'm sort of with you yeah I I I was about to come to that conclusion it's it is good, and it is... I think people rate it a little bit too highly because of that emotional resonance. It's like, as an actual game, I kind of... The, the actual sort of mechanical person in me is sort of like, well, it's not actually that inventive. It's not actually that strong. Um, and there are moments where the, the control just doesn't kind of work very well. Like, uh, there's a moment in chapter three, I think it is, where you're having to like hold off w- wolves, mm. and sometimes th- when it considers you dead or when it considers it a fail condition, it's a bit weird. Like, it doesn't feel right at all. It's like what what just happened? I seem to have died for no reason, and you know, there's, sort of, there's there are moments like there where some stuff just glitches out or. Where you're trying to do something that you know is the solution to a problem, but you can't do it for some reason, like you can't, I can't make this object move through this space, or I can't make this, and you totally can, it's just sometimes you have to sort of jiggle it, and it's some odd moments like that, so I was trying to play through it as well, sort of being aware of what the, how the achievements sort of work, like, and Not what they were, not what the solution was, but kind of that they were just things that happened in the world that you had the, which sometimes leads to you cocking about in places, obviously where the achievement isn't even doesn't even make sense, (laughs) and it's uh, like like, oh maybe it's something to do with this. It's like no, no, it's not. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, It's just nice. It's a bit of a spectacle, and it's it's kind of cool for that. Uh, And some of the. don't be too annoyed with if you miss the achievements because some of them are kind of finicky like there's a couple i stumbled upon completely by accident that when i then looked up to see okay what did i just do and it's like oh actually this is kind of just if i would moved like a couple of steps to further forward or something or if i had pulled the other trigger i would never have got this or never would have known that it was a an achievement point you know things like that there are some that are a little finicky that i just got incredibly lucky uh with whereas others are kind of obvious once you look at the achievement picture and they're just like oh i've got to do that right (laughs) with you um so yeah it's it's really cool and you should play it but it's uh, you know i i I would i would recommend it but i don't think it would have been up there on our game of the year list (laughs) (laughs) for things Maybe for music. I like the I do like the score. As crazy it is with the he lady. But it's uh... a... <laughs> yeah. And also I'm not sure I'm completely sold by their fake language.
2: I thought it was real Swedish or something. Oh is it? <laughs> Let's
1: hope not. I thought it was Sorry, it reads.
2: Wrong. well maybe not Swedish, but I thought it was a real I don't know, maybe I'm I'm making that up. Maybe. I probably
0: am. I sort of kind of wish that they didn't speak, is the problem. It sort of was a bit distracting. um, That I think maybe I would have got more immersed if, for some reason, they didn't talk. (laughs) Or they didn't have those scenes where they're obviously sort of having a conversation with each other, but there's no translation or there's no... It's like, I think it's okay when they're doing, like, the odd, like, ah, or sort of, like, a point at something or... Uh, the, the words that you eventually work out to be the, the brothers names or uh, the way that they refer to each other but it's it, those one off sort of statements are fine but when there's like a conversation going on i like, like this is just totally taking me out of the world for a second because it's like I'm like what the fuck's going on <laughs> and if it is a real language it's like, well, I'm sorry, but your language sounds like a made-up language. <laughs> it's... <laughs>
1: it's a real language, surely. I'd really, for you to know that language.
2: Maybe, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it probably is different... made up, but I'm just sure I read somewhere that it... Maybe it's a completely different but experience. It could be based but... on a real language, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's not like Mora, where it is, like, Hungarian or something. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but who's going to know that? <laughs> Hungarians. Hungarians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing I'd say outside of I haven't really started anything new I haven't really I was contemplating whether Batman should be the next thing to to go to hmm. although I have, I, because I'm playing on my Xbox I'm basically just playing the shooters and it's like do I want to really start although shooters make up the bulk of my backlog do I back-lob? backlog <laughs> do I really want to start <laughs> another shooter like on the PC like Far Cry or binary domain or something
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, just yet i'm not sure
1: what else is there
0: well it's batman
1: <laughs> yeah like that, a, that's always
0: the shooter i might start the In new some i haven't played unbounded yet like the ridge racer <laughs> right i, I like uh, the occasional dip into arcade racer territory even if it's terrible it's still kind of enjoyable uh yeah i don't really know hmm mild news sudden <laughs> mild news at the end <laughs> of the podcast <laughs> I, just, I just only remembered uh, I, partly because of like this is the point in like one of the previous podcasts where we started talking about Senran Kagura Burst and the ridiculousness of it
1: right yeah
0: and I really shouldn't have gone down that rabbit hole that game is much much worse than the pictures we'd already saw and probably slightly freaked out about or... there totally is the demo of it oh is there not because no. you can't even see the ridiculousness I'm disappointed just, <laughs> Yeah, if 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 you're not at work, you might want to look what we're talking <laughs> about. I don't know. You, you, you might not want to. It's it's weird. Um, I've totally forgotten my trainer for thought What oh, was no, your yeah. wild bit no, that was related for no. that? Because I noticed that it was written by it was made by Marvelous AQL, right? Who made Thirty Second Hero?
2: Right.
0: And that there's a sequel coming. There's a Thirty Second Hero 2 Okay. Which then. is a bit weird because the game kind of structured itself on being a series of ridiculous sequels so it's like the, the heroes like 32nd Hero 4 or something was level 4 right yeah, so it's yeah there's more of that to come I quite like that so it's like but it did sort of start to wear thin yeah so like I hope they they come up with some cool new stuff to make it work again
2: hmm. so yeah that was my news. I suddenly remembered. Suddenly, <laughs> yeah. friend notifications are back on Xbox One. Yay!
0: Oh yeah, because you're in the beta program. <laughs> so it says, so I can see when people come online. Yeah, they've done sensible stuff with that. Haven't they so like the notifications only appear for like your favourites list, and where you can choose. I think. Yeah, but... that makes a bit of sense. Yeah, the favourites
2: list is awesome
0: because it would be cool sometimes if I'm playing Titanfall and it does the old 360 thing. of, you have friends playing this game. Like so, you can just immediately join mm. your game or vice versa. If like if I see you log in c- to something yeah, I'm c- playing, it's like Kippers is now playing your game, and it's like oh cool. Because that's, that that's, that's part of the concept. problem. Like
2: when I'm playing something and say you're not online, mm. um, I have no idea when you come online. So it's like I wouldn't know if I could like send you a say oh do you want to play this?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't know you're there. You have to find yourself doing that slightly awkward process of going back home, going to the friends app, and I really hope they they. they at some point, uh, make the friends panel snappable. Hmm. Where you can snap activity, which is kind of (sighs) similar-ish. It's kind of, yeah, but it's not the same. I just want to be able to have that 360 thing, so when, like, say, Titanfall is loading a map, or I'm waiting for the countdown timer to finish, I can pull up the friends list to see if you've turned up or something, but still see whether or not the game is loaded in the background, so I don't miss anything it's like
2: well it does have that thing that it says your game is now ready when it's well I don't know when it does it I don't no, know if, I've had that come up on Titanfall
0: once where it says that there's a game for your party and I'm like really what, what does that mean
2: I'm not in a party <laughs> and then I've gone to it and it's just put me in a lobby yeah like, I never know when it kicks in because you, you can go away and it will come up with this when you're not in the game to let you know it's ready but I don't know I think that just what means
0: the, you've connected to a lobby of some it kind it could be that yeah yeah whether that means the game has started or not I doubt it I think probably not but... I think it just means you've moved to a different server connection oh. there you yeah that's me I, this is probably the least I've talked about games I've played for a long time <laughs> Okay. <laughs> out of necessity this week
1: maybe yeah.
0: so thank you for joining us for this slightly extended issue issue episode <laughs> of the Soundcast <laughs> I'm losing my ability to say words real good. So the many of them that you had to start with the pop up menu happening. Me. Yeah, the menu, and <laughs> I'm picking all the wrong options. Uh, uh, yeah, presumably Dan will be, got well, and presumably <laughs> I'll be back next time. Uh, there's another Final Fantasy video to go up soon. Uh, well, I say soon. <laughs> I'm really at some point not looking forward to the editing on that one. we will see why. <laughs> it actually involves me doing some editing yep
1: that's why this isn't how we are
0: yeah we're, we're always raw cuts <laughs> cut deep man cut deep uh, thank you to the for joining us don't forget to check out the website at dot 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 happy salad dot, 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 dot. net uh, <laughs> to see more podcasts videos and things YouTube channel is happy salad Facebook page is Facebook Slash happy salad net and the Twitter feed is at saladcast. For some reason I said cast instead of cast.
1: Cast cast. Cast.
0: cast. <laughs> Mixing that. Give us your podcast impression kips.
2: Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I added some wobbly probably. No, that was <laughs> that quite <one>. gross.
0: <laughs> End
2: and we're done. Pizza.
0: Podcast.
3: Yes. <laughs> yep.